So to recap from last session, you guys returned from Cragmaw Castle. You successfully parlayed the Hobgoblin War Party that had returned. Uh, made a somewhat truce with them to stay out of the area of Phandalin and the Tribor Trail there. You returned Gundren to Sildar. Uh, and upon returning to Phandalin, you found Sildar and Harbin in a heated discussion, um, which you interrupted and then demanded your payment for bringing everybody and everything back, uh, of which they didn't have the entirety of the money. Sildar swore to you that he will bring the money uh, back to you um, before the next day, yep. the next week. <clears throat> it was by nightfall. By fortnight? <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> the next fortnight? No, no, that same night. <laughs> I will have it to you by tonight. <laughs> That's what he okay. said. Um, in addition to that, you guys know that um, there's a series of quests that you have left to do including, um, well, one of them was the lady that you had rescued from the hideout. I don't remember. Yeah, she wanted us to go. It was like fighting uh, zombies and a necromancer, and there was a necklace. The necklace, yeah. Yeah. The necklace was in her shop, and she fled the zombies that invaded her town. Was that? It's to the northeast in the ruins. It's a two-day march. Is that Thunder Tree? Uh, I don't. Me. Uh, you're supposed to investigate while you're doing that. You're supposed to investigate the old owl well, um, clear out the orcs at Wyvern Tor, seek out Agatha the Banshee by Connieberry, and then you're also spite, uh, supposed to find Raydoth the Druid at Tentry in the hopes that he can help you. Um, ascertain the black spider's shenanigans and where the wave echo cave is, but you know where the wave echo cave is. So it's up to you if you want to actually visit him. And now you finally know where to go find the wave echo cave. Cause you have uh Gundren's map. Yep. I think it might be in, uh, so Thunder Tree was right off fifty miles northwest of Phandalin. Northwest is that that wouldn't be it. Then it was it's on here I have northeast ruins, two day march, zombies necromancer. That is the old owl well, I believe. Okay. Uh old owl well digging in ruins. Scared away by undead is what I have for the old owl well. Okay. Is that not not what you have? Oh, I know what I have. I I was talking <laughs> to you, not, was I? I was talking to the dwarf. Well, I, what I have is like eight pages of jumbled stuff that I wrote down haphazardly. I thought you took copious notes and and had I, I, all well organized. I told you that's for the next campaign. This campaign, copious I, notes, I yes, have... Well organized now. Yeah. I'm like, which page is this on? I, does this have something to do with Did it? Did I even write page numbers? There's a white beard. <laughs> I got herb. Um, let, me, let, me, let me check my other notebook. Yes, no, next campaign I will be fully prepared. Not that one. For the note-taking. Mm. You hear that, of course? 
We've Pleasure. only been doing it for a few months. I remember someone saying something that to me about cameras and stuff. <laughs> hey, I mean, we can't fix what's already been done. I mean, I could go back and listen to everything, and maybe I should do that. Yeah, old Al Well, chased by undead. So that's the the old Al Well is the undead one. Um. And I guess uh, we got to talk to the Banshee. We need to take her. Mirna's uh, heirloom. Ask her about the spell book. Mirna tells the characters that she might know where a valuable heirloom is hidden. When she was a young girl, she and her family fled from the town of Sun Tree after Undead overran the place. Family had an herb and alchemy shop inside which a case containing an emerald necklace was hidden beneath a section of storage cells. She never dared to return and retrieve it. What he said Up was in the southeast part of Thunder Tree. Southeast of Thunder Tree. Uh, of Thunder Tree, which is 50 miles northwest of Bandolin, right? Sounds, Anyone? Sounds dealer. <laughs> sounds. I don't know if you guys have been there yet, so. I haven't been there, so I don't know. I, I'm new to these reading maps. I'm a dwarf. I think I know which direction to go. Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> go on, Pat. Go right behind you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, which one should we go to? I mean, there's so much to choose from, but maybe sounds like there's a bunch of stuff to do up in Thunder Tree. Yeah, Wasn't let's head that way. Uh, something about a uh, a weapon for you, some kind of Stormbringer. Yeah, but bring, that's uh, in the Wave Echo Cave. I mean, so that's bring, like uh, near the end. That's the epic climax. Yeah. And where uh, all who enter shall die. Well, especially Glassstaff, because the, the bard <laughs> has. A bone yes, we pick. do not speak that name around me, dwarf. Ultimart. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say? <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, Thunder Thunder Tree sounds good to me. There's a bunch of stuff to do up there, and we can at least maybe make our way there. Try not to die along the way. Maybe make some more friends, not kill everything, or maybe kill everything. Whatever. We'll see how it goes. If they look at me weird, they might get a pouch in the eye. Uh, I've taken your meds today. <laughs> uh, I did, but not. It was only recently, so you know, I haven't kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm good with Thunder Tree. Me too. That works for me. Lead on, dwarf. Wait, have we rested since we've been back? I don't think we have, and we also need to wait for get our money at the end. We have to go to the inn and uh, wait, and we'll get the rest of our money. We don't want to leave without that money. Because you're never going to be back? Well, uh, we're coming back, right? Know. And you guys have spent so much gold, all the gold that you've collected so far. Yes. Yeah, we've bought you so can, much. You definitely <laughs> need another 250 gold right now. I mean, let me look and see how much gold I have. I'm just waiting for, you know, that shop where I can get some good heavy armor to increase my AC. 
but uh, yeah, let's, let's see. I mean, I only have on on me four hundred and thirty eight gold. <laughs> only. Wait, I only have one hundred and three. Why do you have so much? I am the accountant. <laughs> Creative accounting. <laughs> Was it discussed that you were just going to carry all the gold? Or how yeah. does this work? Well, he was the strongest. Obviously, I am the strongest. You get the gold piece, I get three. You yeah. get the piece, I get Here six. Go. <laughs> I mean, I also have some silver. And, I mean, we have other stuff that we haven't even sold as well. I mean, we have loot upon loot upon loot. Can't we just store it at the end? I wouldn't trust them, you know. That's good. That's okay. So we should go wait at the inn and uh, rest. Do well. I mean, I'm at full so, max. So Har- yeah. So Harbin wanted you to clear out the Oryx in Ravern Tour. Um, Sister Garrily wanted you to go to Connieberry to talk to um, the Banshee. And then um, I thought the the adventurer on the farm wanted you to go to that old owl well. Okay. And then you guys are like, let's go to, so you want to go visit Radoth and go find the brooch or necklace or whatever it was. And we can do those, those first three that you have prepared. <laughs> I have, I have a, I'm, just, I'm just a little worried you might not be prepared for Thunder Tree. Oh, okay. So, so, looking at the map, I'll say that Coneybatty and the old L. Well are right next to each other. Okay. Let's go there. So, perhaps we go knock those out of the way. I had I had Thunder Tree prepared two sessions ago when I was afraid you guys were going to rotten straight off from Kragma Castle. <laughs> And then we never made it out of Cragmont Castle, so <laughs> it's definitely not because I'm unprepared. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the the two side beside each uh, side. Yeah, I used to speak English. Yeah, Coneyberry and Old Oil. <laughs> I just give up. <laughs> <laughs> English, it's it's hard to speak with fangs. Too much catnip. Much appreciative. And so helpful you are. I haven't had coffee yet. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, we could rest at the inn, wait for your gold, Duffin, and I can drink some ale. Nah, let's Uh-oh. just hit the road. We'll come back for <laughs> the road, gold. Jack. Well, if they don't have it when we get back, I'll make sure to we head out on this get journey. something out of it. I'm already rested. I'm good to go. I thought we rested at the uh, place, maybe. I don't know. I have all my hit points. I thought we did a full rest. Or a long rest. I'm pretty sure you guys rested in that following morning you went to hunt down. I think we did, yeah. That's when you found him and Harbin having their heated argument. (laughs) Excuse me. Okay, well, I, I have all my hit points, but I have a Bardic Inspiration that was used, and I only regained that on a long rest, so. I'm fine with you guys resting another night. It makes no difference to me. We're just saying you rested. 
Well, if we rested, we rested, and I just have to tap a button. Rested. Also, I, I have an inspiration that was given to me long ago. Um, I can't even remember what it was for now, but I don't Maybe know. Maybe save his ass. I saved somebody, <laughs> 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 and the the DM graciously gifted me inspiration. I don't know if that's still good or not. I'm guessing it is. Uh, yeah, it doesn't go away. I I won't let that expire. Like milk. Let's just make sure. The bardic inspiration, though, I think has a time limit, right? Is it an hour or something like that? Yeah, those uh, are yes, it does have a time limit of 10 minutes. Yeah. So those would be gone. Let's go head up uh old hour. See what trouble we can get into. That's more like it. I mean, that's what I'm here for. I'm sure. Get into trouble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So you're going to head north and then east uh, along the Tribor Trail to head towards. Are you going to Cunningberry first? Yeah. That's the, probably the first one we'll run into. Yeah. It Unless is. we just go off the beaten path. Things. All right. So as you make your way, you guys fully rested, right? We're cool with that. Fully rested. rested at the end. You left out first thing in the morning. You made your way onto the unmarked trail that leads north out of Fandolin. And on your way at the crossroads, um, you see another caravan being waylaid by hobgoblins. Again? That was orcs before, wasn't it? Yes. Do these hobgoblins look strangely familiar? Uh, so there are four hobgoblins. They don't appear to be um, like differentiated between the four of them. Like You can't really tell if there's uh, a leader or not. But one thing you definitely can tell is they are not bearing the sash given to you by the leader of the hobgoblin war party from before. So this appears to be um, not of the same clan. That's oh, that says enough for me. Yeah. As we're walking up, I'm going to put that on my shield to kind of flash it to him to see if I can piss him off more. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like, I don't know if you know, but you're you're in the wrong territory. <laughs> I may be short, but I'm a fierce hobgoblin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my clan banner. <laughs> this is our clan banner. You might recognize it. Yeah, Targor Bloodsword, yeah, it is definitely not uh, his clan. All right, so you're going to race out there um, and just full-on attack, is that what you're doing? Or you want to try and get them to back off or something else entirely? Mm, I think we should just kill them. <laughs> or, well, I mean, oh. we'll, give them, we'll give them one chance. Uh, <laughs> we're going to yell out there and as we're running up. I'm going to tell him to stop, and this is your only warning. I'm preparing hunt. No, not hunt this mark. I'm just preparing my swords to get ready. Okay. <clears throat> Party order. I'm in the front. I'm in the middle. 
I'm I'm bringing up the rear as I drink my ale as we stumble along fighting the hobgoblins as we do. Honestly, these guys they can't just <laughs> leave well enough alone. All right, as you make your way towards the intersection, um, there's a caravan somewhat in the middle of the road um, with a driver um, that you can see uh, trying to basically fend them off with like a rather large like uh, stick. As you get closer to the caravan, you can see it's kind of like the horse whip that he uses to to whip the horses, but instead he's swinging it at at the hobgoblins as, as they're laughing at him circling around the caravan and the the driver they haven't noticed you yet um but as they come around the caravan one points in your general direction and they um drop their attention from the caravan and they not race but basically at a at a pretty quick clip um charge in your general direction well that decides it for us then <clears throat> All right. Well, do you have anything to... Uh... You, you call yourselves hobgoblins? I've seen ladies at the tavern that look meaner than you. <laughs> the the, the uh, first hobgoblin that reaches the area that you guys are at points his um, black sword in your um, general direction, and he says, Dwarf, you shall be the first to die. And then I will feast upon the caravan and its remains. And I say, not with that sword. I've seen one of those before, and they are not <laughs> special. <laughs> the, the hobgoblin looks at his sword for a moment, and he looks at you rather strangely, and he goes, I know not what you speak of, but I shall kill you with this. And show you how special my sword is. I bang my axe against my shield. Let's get it on, baby. <laughs> All right, everybody, please roll for initiative. And thus, our story begins. Be um, I got a nine. I have an eight. Six. She's had to take that extra gulp, didn't you? <laughs> What'd you get, Cat? Eleven. Okay, you go first. All right, not the first one, because <clears throat> I think Devin's, uh, sorry, uh, Duffin's <laughs> staked his claim to that. I'll take the next one in line. Dual swords. Uh, the blue is the magical dwarven short sword. Um, so you're going after the second one? You give me glasses. Okay. All right. So the magical sword, sword, short sword is a 24, and the other one is a plus 4, so 19. 24 and nice. 19. Both hit. Uh, dwarven short sword first, d6 plus 6. Oh, sorry. Total of 7. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> hey, I was just lining him up for this one. Here it comes. DA plus two. Ten. 
So a total of uh, 17. 17? All right. So with a ferocious roar, you leap into battle, taking your short sword and long sword straight down upon the second hobgoblin. He swings his shield up to greet your swords, and somehow the swords bypass the shield completely and embed themselves through his chainmail into his chest. He screams in pain as he falls down to the ground, unsheathing your swords from his body and does not stir. One hobgoblin down. Show off. (laughs) (laughs) This is without coffee. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so next up is the dwarf. My turn. Okay, so I'm going to attack the first one that was coming at me. At you? With the special sword? Yeah, with the not special black sword. Um, <laughs> I am going to show him what a real special battle axe I have. <laughs> and I'm going to try and attack him. I'm waiting for the whooshing sound. I got uh, 17. 17? Yep. Okay. So you take your battle axe and swing it with the dwarven with the dwarven might that you know and love, and this hobgoblin manages to brace himself with his shield and deflect the battle axe just in time. The loud clang and a resounding gong of the, the shield, the blow is deflected. All right. How about this? I'm going to try and hit him with my shield. Something new for me. I'm going to try and hit him with my shield. And I miserably attack. You swing your shield wildly, and the, the hobgoblin manages to dodge effortlessly out of the way. Is that the best you've got, filthy dwarf? Oh, sorry, I just woke up. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And that's my turn. All right. So next up are the remaining hobgoblins. And the first one grins evilly at you as he swings his long black sword in your general direction. Oof. What's your AC? Me? 19. Yep. And he misses. The sword bounces uh, off of your shield with a gong. Um, just a glancing blow, not uh, anywhere near completing the swing. I mean, I and probably the... could have just taken it straight on the chest, but, uh, you know. <laughs> The the second hobgoblin is is dead on the floor, so the third one uh, shuffles forward to attack you. Oh, oh! That focus. It's a one. (laughs) (laughs) The third hobgoblin, as he tries to run over the body of the second hobgoblin, somehow gets his ankle caught in between the arm, the leg. He's not really sure. But he goes down in a in a in a great splat 
landing on top of the the dead hobgoblin, completely unable to attack you. The fourth hobgoblin uh, makes his way towards the cat. Oof. And gets a seven. Totally. Nice. Uh, whiffing that long sword against the cat. Leaving them defenseless for the bard. Uh, Yes, so I'm going to uh, move around to the side so I can get a clearer shot of the one that was going after Rip and fire my hand crossbow. Okay. Natural 20. Oh. Oh, my. Oh. Well done, sir. Oh, wow. And then I got one. <laughs> five. A total of nine. That was an epic. Natural 20. <laughs> on on the, the one that was attacking um, Rip? Four, okay. Four. First one? Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, Rip, go ahead and make a perception check. <laughs> um, perception. 17. Okay. Uh, and a f- familiar feeling of deja vu, a crossbow <laughs> bolt whips past your ear and lands into the chest of the hobgoblin that attempted to attack you. Um. And he kind of like staggers back a bit. You recognize the crossbow bolt immediately as uh, one of your colleagues helping out. But it does not down the hobgoblin. Everyone roll for initiative, please. Ooh, 15. Nice. Four for me. Six. Uh, Roll again. Nothing. I rolled a four as well. Uh, nine. Okay, you go first. And what did the cat roll? Fifteen. Fifteen. Thank you. All right, you go first. Alrighty. Is there? Is there? Two. <laughs> like there's one with a crossbow bolt in its chest that should be pretty hurt. Is yeah, there another one? Right by you. And then yeah. there is another that fell on the ground uh, that's picking himself up okay. and probably will not be able to attack this turn. And then the. Um, Sorry, I just want to do Horde Breaker, that's all. So I can take the um, one with the crossbow bolt and then use another attack on the one getting up. Yes. Uh, so, first of all, the one with the crossbow boat, bolt. Uh, oops, where am I in a sec? 23 for the short sword. Um, 8 for the long sword, so I guess that's a miss. Uh, yeah, the long sword missed. So, damage is 9. On the the one that was crossbow bolt. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so... Uh, with an arc and a spin, the longsword was for who? Oh, same they were guy? both for him. Yeah, same guy, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
the longsword um, completely swings over the head of the goblin who, or hobgoblin who swings his, his shield up to an attempt to deflect it, leaving him exposed for your short sword to run him through completely. Okay, and the horde breaker is only a one weapon attack, or is it two? I have no idea. Well, just make it one, I guess. Let's look it up. One second. It says an extra attack, but <laughs> oh, then it's an extra attack. It's one one die. Yeah. AK weapon attack. <laughs> um. <laughs> Twenty-three. All right, you hit. D6 plus 6. Eight. Oh, you're so thinking. You're keyboard now. Yeah, I'll You have one job. Oh, there it is. A two? Yeah, plus 6, so it's 8 total. 8 on the third. short sword. On the one who was getting up. Okay. Did the crossbow bolt guy die? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, okay. Right. He got ran through by the cat. Yeah, I thought so. I just was distracted by uh, Duffin's helpful input. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he to help? days of rest to decide what you're doing next with your character. <laughs> Need more time, apparently. No, remember. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need to have like a conversation, like a couple days before we record. <laughs> <laughs> or we can do it right before the session begins. We can, but we always forget. I know. All right. So the cat went. Yep. Next up is the bard. Uh, I will uh, further move uh, a little bit closer, uh, still out of range of the one that is still getting up, and I will fire a crossbow bolt at him as well. Okay. Uh, crossbow bolt. The attack on the second hobgoblin uh, was your short sword again. Is that what you chose? Rip. Yeah. Yes, it was a short sword attack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sixteen plus five, twenty-one. You hit. Ooh. Doing great today. Uh, seven points of damage. Ooh. After pulling your short sword out of the side of the hobgoblin, Rip, you see another crossbow bolt shoot by you and slam into the shoulder of, of the hobgoblin. It spins around um, to the side to see where that um, crossbow bolt came from, but uh, is still standing. Staggered uh, quite a bit by that final attack. And then next is the dwarf. All right, you done? <clears throat> oh yes, I I've done my damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, I'm gonna try and attack him with my battle axe. Here it goes. Oh! Can you see that? Nice. What's with all the 20s? Did you guys get loaded dice? That's great. <laughs> it's my third dice for the night, so I was like, let me find one that'll work. <laughs> all right, so back in with that. The eight. You get two d8s, <clears throat> right? For twenty, yes. Well, it's it, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't get them very often. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's another uh, roll of the attack die. Okay. Not double damage. Not double damage. So, okay, so I just roll whatever's and I choose whatever's higher, right? But no, if you nope. did a critical hit, you roll your damage dice it's twice. Damage twice. So okay. you get the eight and then roll the D eight and you combine the two, but you only get the plus damage bonus to on the one first of them. one. Okay. From your strength, yeah. Okay. So the first one's four plus four, that's eight. And one. I did pretty good. Down the <laughs> <laughs> I got nine. What do you know? <laughs> Those crit hits are pretty good for nine damage. <laughs> Wow. I mean, between you and the bard, I don't know. <laughs> Way to squander your 20s. So it was nine points of damage? Yep. With your battle axe? Mm-hmm. On the first guy? Yeah. After finally hitting him? This is only That's the only guy left, right? This is like your warm-up? No, there's two guys left. The two guys third left? hobgoblin is, is badly wounded, and then okay. the first hobgoblin is basically, you know... Do the shield thing, Duffin! Spinning his, <laughs> spinning his shield on his finger, waiting for you to attack. So nine points of damage. Yep. All right. Are you doing the shield attack, or are you just are you gonna mix it up? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and hit him with the unarmed strike. <laughs> but um, I want to use a tavern brawler strike. Okay. So um. I mean, I don't know what the difference is. It lists it on there twice, right? Because it it gives this information. I thought, the tav I thought the Tavern Brawler strike was you actually get to roll dice instead of assuming five. You have yeah. the the potential to doing far more damage. Yeah. Up to what, nine? Yeah, I so I can, I can do, instead of, uh, I can do an additional three. So I can do up to eight total. So eight. So you have, you can either do a guaranteed five with your shield bash, or you could actually... Smash him with your fist for up to eight damage. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's so the unarmed strike. It still it put both of them in the same spot. So it put the damage is one d four plus four for both the unarmed strike and their tavern brawler. So it changed both of them when I added that. Took it away. Oh, okay. So it's the well, same for both of them. One. So, um, but last one we just did five damage except you missed. Yeah. So I mean. As long as I hit, I, I'll still get five damage at a minimum, but there's a po op opportunity or possibility to get a eight. Because it's 1d4 plus four. Correct. So you're just turning the unarmed strike of your shield into tavern brawler damage. Yeah. All right. Let's see what I got. Nope. I got a one. <laughs> My shield goes, foo! Shield, nice. <laughs> okay, so... The hobgoblin basically 
squats down as you swing the shield towards him, and it slips off your arm and flies right over his head. Oh, <laughs> uh, How could it be, like, right over his head? I mean, like, I'm already waist high for him? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, when you shield bash, do you shield bash the kneecaps, or do you go for their head? I don't know if I can reach I his head. <laughs> I mean, I'm 4'5", right? So You're not that short. Okay. Um, so, the shield goes flying over the hobgoblin's head. And as you hear the frisbee sound of the the womb of the shield flying through the air, suddenly you hear a donk and a, ah! as the caravan driver. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you see the distance on that? <laughs> we got our own regular Captain America here. I was a discus thrower back in my hometown. <laughs> um. Okay, that was a good time. Um. <laughs> it's well played, Wolf. <laughs> so, um... I think we were trying to protect the caravan owner, not do damage. He should have been paying attention. Right? That, that was my like, hey, pay attention and do something while you're just sitting there. All right? <laughs> um, let's see here. I am going to... Nothing. I'm just going to... I'm going to be there, and that's it. Okay. End of my turn. All right, so now it's the hobgoblin's turn. So the the leader looks back at the shield and goes, "With enemies like you, who needs friends, right? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That be a warning to you." And he picks up his his uh, long sword and shows it to you before swinging, and hits with a twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> and does the eight does one. thirty-seven damage. Does <laughs> five points of damage. Stabbed me in the eye. Also has martial advantage once per turn. The hobgoblin, hobgoblin can deal an extra two d six damage to a creature it hits with a weapon attack. That creature is within five feet of an ally that isn't incapacitated. Like so what did I say? Four plus one, five damage. So that's the first one. Mm-hmm. Then four and six, ten. Fifteen total. 15 total. With a triumphant roar, his slash cuts right through your armor, leaving a huge gash across your chest. Mom used to whip me harder than that. Is that the best you got? (laughs) (laughs) The third hobgoblin has uh, fully stood himself up and is ready to attack the next round. Though he's still kind of swaying back and forth. Rolling for initiative. Six. 
Got eleven. Eight. Nine. All right, everybody goes first. Who got the eleven? Nothing. Dwarf. Dwarf goes. All right, so I'm going to use Fighting Spirit. Give myself advantage on weapon attack rolls until the end of the current turn. Give myself five temporary hit points. Okay. Alright. So I'm going to attack Battle Axe. I was so close to being a 20, but it was. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Two, seven, I get to roll again, right? Advantage? Is that what that is? Yeah, if you have advantage on attack rolls. Yes. It's 2d20, and you count the highest one. That's 16 plus 6, it's 22. You hit. With your battle axe? With my battle axe. I do 12 damage. Okay. At, and then I'm just going to try and punch him. Oh, he's dead. dead? Well, I'm, I'm still going to try and punch him. I'm getting for you to describe how you're going to embed the, oh. the battle. But, I uh, usually leave that up to you. you <laughs> um, Tell me, describe the, the, the final attack. I was just swinging for center mass, you know, just trying to gut him. So, right up and in? Yeah, because, I mean, I know when I specify, I have to roll with disadvantage. So. <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying you've already made the attack. It's a final attack. He's dying. You've killed him. I thought I'd give you an opportunity to describe how you killed him. But if you want me to do it, I can do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Okay, cool. So, in your classic dwarven two-handed strike pose, you swing that axe with a ferocious might of a dwarf up and into his sternum, actually lifting him up off the ground with your brute strength. You can hear the air and blood escape his mouth as you disembowel him with your battle axe, and he drops to the ground dead. You bring up your fists, ready to Land a haymaker? Not sure where you were going with that one, but he is already dead. Give him one, just to be sure. <laughs> Smack him with one of your special bags, just to make sure he's dead. Yeah, I like it. I like the way you think. So as I look at the other hobgoblin, and I pull a bag from the side, and then I tap him right in the eye. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so that's for you. My friend. <laughs> and then I look at the other hobgoblin and wink. <laughs> <laughs> the other hobgoblin takes a look at the rest of his clan or what's left of them and uh, starts to hobble his way off and turn tail and run, leaving uh, an attack of opportunity for, I believe, the cat. Indeed. I shall not let that go. 
Um, the short sword is a hit. The long sword is not, unless I think it's an eight. We'll hit it. What is it? Eight. No, you you miss. <laughs> not even close. Uh, Right. It's D6 plus 6? It's 18, maybe. 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is with well, your... he turned his back on me. This is with your short sword? Yeah. Okay. So, with a quick and effortless poke, you end the hobgoblin's life. Cutting into his back, he drops down to his knees and falls face forward, dead. Excellent. All right. Brush off my hands. There we go. Nothing like a bit of morning exercise for the team. <laughs> I walk over to where my yeah. shield is and the uh, stagecoach driver who's been hitting me like, hey, you all right there? <laughs> uh, there's a large <laughs> lump on his head where the shield hit him in the forehead, and he is out cold. Still have the sack in my hand, and I tap him a little bit. Hey, <laughs> improvise smelling salts. I got to get a tap when I'm drinking. Yeah. Um. So the 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 driver, the caravan driver, snaps awake, sits up straight, and goes, "What? What just happened?" Like, and he starts rubbing his head. Did I fall down after the? Hobgoblins attacked. What were the? What just? I don't understand. Why is there? Why? Why does my head hurt? Say, so, well, what? What happened? You saw how amazing I was in battle, and you <laughs> fell out because you were just so enthralled with what was happening. On and the you, edge of your seat, so you fell off. <laughs> you fell off and hit your head on the ground. I tried to stop you from hitting the ground with my shield, but it didn't work, and uh, so. Some days I'm just not as good as I thought I was at throwing my shield. Oh my god. And I reach my hand down to pick him up. Like, it's all right. It happens to the best of us. (laughs) (laughs) The the caravan driver dusts his his pants off and he goes, Thank you kindly, strangers. I was on my way back to the Tribor Trail to head towards Fandolin now that I thought that the the roads were clear and, and, and we were ambushed. Um, but it looks like you took care of the problem. I'll be sure to put in a good word to to Harbin for you. Excellent. I wouldn't mention that bit about falling off when you were so surprised. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> it should be safe on the way back. We didn't encounter any trouble until we got to. He says, well, well, many thanks. I shall be on my way. He gets back up on, onto the caravan uh, and takes the reins and snaps them and says, yeah! And the caravan turns south onto the, the trail towards Fandolin. Alrighty. Nice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the coconuts? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, should we check these uh, hobgoblins, see if they got anything good? Oh, yeah, Indeed. sure. Yeah. 
So they have um, these amazing black long swords. Yeah, Never mind. <laughs> some shiny, uh, uh, disgusting-looking shields and some uh, chain mail that they're wearing that uh, look like they have seen better days. Uh, almost every single one of them have splashes and holes in them for some reason. Okay. And two of them have uh, crossbow bolts in them. Alright. Shall we post them up to give a warning for other uh, hobgoblins? Uh, you want to bury like the, the sword partially in the dirt and then like slam them on them or what? Yeah, just like post them up, hook them to it. Like, put one of them in a funny pose, waving to people, got his hand up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Make things interesting for the people near Fandlin. <laughs> oh, yeah. What just happened? Right. Yeah, that worked. And experience-wise? Um, so there were four of them. So it's 400 experience points total divided among the three of you. What is that, like 135 that we agreed on? Yeah. So, 3,690? That's what... That is what I have. They don't ask me, ask them. They're the ones that can't yeah. keep track of that. <laughs> right. Well, let's keep going. It's never a dull moment around here. All right. As you make your way east on the trail, the uh, sun starts to, to rise in the sky. It's about midday. When you... Hear the DM rolling dice. <laughs> hear the DM rolling his dice and the banging of wolves. As they make their way down the the hilltop there, um, in the in the hills to the southeast, towards towards the trail, they appear to be chasing something. Uh, you're not quite sure what. What we're looking at. No. Um. And they're making their way along the the trail, but they have not seen you yet. Surprised to. You couldn't smell me. <laughs> well, they they seem interested in something else that they're they're apparently chasing, um, mm -hmm. towards the the hilly area there, on the the northeast area. South. Shall we follow them and see what they're up to? We'll just let nature take its course. Are they moving away from us, or are they coming to us? So they're so like you you heard them baying. You turn to your right, which would be the the southeast area of the road, and you look over and you see the the wolves coming down off of the hill, and they're they're making their way north. So they weren't coming at you, but now they're kind of parallel and moving away towards towards the northeast part of the hilly area there. 
And how many of them are there? Uh, six. Well, I don't have six. How many do you have? Three. Okay, imagine that number. Yeah, right. <laughs> imagine twice the number. <laughs> <laughs> um. I say let's let's uh, try and follow them as stealthily as we can uh, to see what they're up to. If they're running, we and we move stealthily. They'll get away from us pretty quickly. Well, I mean that's why I say that <clears throat> as stealthily as possible while we're running. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty stealthy when I run. I don't know if you know this about you know my four foot five agile frame. <laughs> It is definitely agile. It is definitely not stealthy. <laughs> well, then I guess we'll see if they want us more than whatever they're chasing. Indeed. Let's see what's going on. All right. So uh, you're going after them at like a full run. That's what it'll take to catch up to them. Yeah. All right. Uh, with the baying and howling, um, they make their way uh, north, east until they... They turn towards the east, and they make their way um, to the hills. Um, based so on heading on in their, the yeah, based on their current direct trajectory, they are heading towards uh, what you believe to be the old Alwell. Okay, cool. So they're giving us a guided tour. Nice. <laughs> Let's let's keep following. See uh, see what they're chasing, and it's conveniently heading in the same direction. So, okay. As as you run full uh, pell mell towards uh, the wolves, they break off, each splitting up to go in many different directions in the northeast area, almost as if they're on the hunt for something, and then they disappear over the hills. As you make your way over the crest of one of the hills. Down below uh, the low ridge, you spy the crumbling ruins of an old watchtower standing amid the rugged hills. The place is so old that the walls are only mounds of rubble, enclosing a courtyard of sorts, adjacent to the broken stump of an old tower. A colorful tent has been set up in the middle of the courtyard, but no one is in sight. In the distance, you can hear the howling of the wolves. All right. In the distance. And uh, as we get there, <clears throat> I put my hands to my mouth and I howl <laughs> as loud as I can. <laughs> so right, at the, right in the ruins, yeah. you stand. And howl as loud as you can. Okay. So the dwarf howls as loud as he can. And uh, how far away from the watchtower are you guys? Uh, Pretty close, I think. Maybe uh... around the foot of it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So as you make your way to the um, watchtower... The dwarf howls, and uh, everyone make a perception check except for the dwarf. Uh, 
Yep, that's a dwarf howling. Oh, except for me? Eleven. <laughs> no, for you. Eleven for me. Okay. So the the bard you can smell like a deathly odor wafting from the tower's direction. And as you smell that, the dwarf yells out a, a, a rather large howl. And bursting from the doors of the watchtower are shambling humanoid creatures that look old and decrepit and worn um, and very, very, very past death. Oh, dear. These guys have been in quarantine far too long. Yeah. <laughs> and they start shambling uh, towards you. And they look at him and say, I must have howled wrong. Gotta work on those calls. <laughs> My wolf call did not work as in. <laughs> Alrighty, I don't think I have any oil, do I? Dang it. What do you guys do? Um, so they they're, they're just like on. shambling out? Yeah, they're like approaching you. Like the, um... Eat. Have the wolves disappeared? Like we, I know you yeah. said that at the beginning bit. So like, the wolves, they kind of went over the hills, and you lost sight of them, and then you ran through, um, went over the ridge, and then you saw the the watchtower and the tents, and you the howls baying in the distance. They have not come back. Okay, that's what I want to check. Okay. <clears throat> um, I guess we should. Uh... It obviously looks like a problem, so we should probably take care of it. They might have some good loot inside. All right, that's enough for me. I'm, I'm in. Ben, what about you? What do you say? Uh, yes, I, I mean, what, what other course of action do we have? It doesn't appear that we can parlay with them so <laughs> i don't know the how kind of worked they came to the hell so <laughs> <laughs> all right as as you guys are kind of in i won't say surprise but kind of like in wonder at what you're staring at here um you know there's several of these creatures that come out of the the watchtower and they're they're kind of shambling towards you first it's couple then it's a couple more and now you're seeing greater numbers and it's it's more than six um as they make their way towards you oh hey man you guys got to get out more often some <laughs> pretty rank smell all right <laughs> and i and can see why with so many of you shoved into that space i'm gonna head back a few meters and see if i can make a torch so you're going to fall back? Yeah, fall back and try and create a, a fire for our torches. Okay. 
Are you guys going to try and attack the zombies or fall back? Oh, zombies. I thought that was shambling mounds. No, they're creatures. Okay, I'll just sorry. Stand, <clears throat> I'll just stand my ground. While he's working on his torch or whatever he's working on, I'll just kind of stay there. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll for initiative. Should I be out of this, given that I fell back? It's gonna. You're going to use your turn doing this. So go ahead and... Um, I want to know when you get the fire started. So go ahead and roll for initiative. Oh, okay. Oops. Eight. Oh, six for me. And what the dwarf get? Six. All right. Um, the undead shambling towards you rolled a 10, so they go last. So the two that rolled a six roll again. Eight. Four. Okay, so the dwarf goes first. I'm a cat, by the way. <laughs> well, he was just talking between the two of us. The, no, I meant between the two of them, yeah. yeah. So the cat goes first, but between the two of oh, them, okay. the dwarf goes first. <laughs> So you have to All right. use the turn to make that torch? Yeah, so you ne yeah. now you have successfully... Um, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and um, that'll be your turn, lighting the, the, the torch. What are you going to do with yeah. it now that it's light, now that it's lit? Uh, well, I thought they were shambling mounds, as in vegetation-type things, so I was going to no. try and inspire to attack. But... You um, still try and light the undead creatures on fire. How many are there? Uh, now there's eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. You need more so than that. I'll use, instead of the short sword long sword, I'll use a short sword torch. Okay. Approach. But I guess this would be the end of my turn. That would be, yeah, that would be next turn. I just want to know what yeah. you're, you're going to do. Yep. Okay, so now it's the dwarf's turn. My turn. Okay. Uh, so how close are they to me? Still a little bit of ways, or? Yeah, you would have to approach them. Um. I am... Yes, I will walk up to him. <laughs> Are you going to attack them? Uh, as I'm walking up, I'm going to try and talk to them and say, uh, "What do you guys? You know, I don't want to fight you. What? What? Uh, do you understand me?" <laughs> so the the first one sh shambling his way over to you. Um, all, all you can make out of him is a. Uh, kind of like breathless death rasp coming from his mouth. He does not appear to be speaking. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, so I walk up where I am right next to him. And uh, say, 
Well, uh, it doesn't appear, you know, that he wants to hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of just, like, give him a little push, you know. Be like, no, you should just stop right there. Okay. You're coming too close. (laughs) So you're going to use your turn to push him? Yeah, I'm just going to push him. Okay. <laughs> so the dwarf looks back at you guys and says, I don't know what the big deal is here. It just pushes the first creature that he meets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing, Bard? Uh, I, I am not so uh, convinced that they're not here to hurt us. Uh, I'm going to cast <laughs> Shatter. Uh, okay. Directly in the center, which uh, should be a 10-foot radius, which should hit all of them, I would think. Maybe. We'll hit all of those eight, yes. Uh, So I cast Shadow. They must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, that's going to be a lot of rolls. And what happens if they pass, and what happens if they fail? So, on success, they take half damage. Okay. On a fail, they take the full 3d8. Alright, go ahead and roll the 3d8. Uh, 6, 12, 16 points. Oh. All right, so roll number one. So what's the number I got to go against? 14? 14. All right, so one passes, two passes, three fails. Four fails, five fails. Six fails, seven passes. And number eight passes. So four pass, four fail. Yes. Now I have to do the math on that. Math is hard. Sixteen and eight, right? Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Shatter make a noise. Uh, yes. A very loud noise. Like almost like thunder. A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. All right. Was a lot a loud um. A sudden loud ringing noise. Um, you can you can almost see the waves erupting from the center point of where you chose that spell to to enact, and all of the creatures in that area seem to be 
hit by some invisible force. Uh, they don't appear to be affected like audibly, but you can see the damage rolling off of them as pieces and parts fall off of them. As soon as the spell ends, uh, a man comes bursting out of the tent. And he shouts, what is the meaning of this? Everybody make a perception check. Uh, 21. 19. Holy sugar, honey, iced tea. Really? Yep. All right. Um, Anybody have Arcana or History? I have both. I have both. All right. Roll on those. 19. Seven seven for me. Got a 20 on History. All right. So uh, the man that stands before you is a stout red-robed figure with sallow skin, a shaved scalp, and a black tattoo on his forehead. Um, Those that pass Arcana recognize the man's tattoo as a necrotic symbol, a necromantic symbol, rather. Um, And then those with history, you can verify that he is a red wizard of Thay, a far land to the east where wizards pattern their flesh with tattoos. And the tattoo on the head represents the wizard school of magic. The man's school is necromancy. Hmm. Necromancy. I didn't know that one at Hogwarts. But, uh... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously from the east, just so you guys know. <laughs> That's the so he asked you a direct question. What is the meaning of this? I don't know. What's the meaning of this? You tell me. You're the one as, living here as, with all these people. As soon as you reply, all of the creatures in uh, that were in front of you stop moving and stand still. Ah, they recognize the strength in my arms. I see. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Cost. Who stands before me? Well, he may look like he's kneeling, but he is actually standing. <laughs> Indeed, I am. <laughs> My name is Duffin, of a clan you probably can pronounce, just like I can't pronounce her name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you, you said your name was Cost? <laughs> yes. Like, and this is his company, so this is Cost <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were, you know, just walking along the trail, following some wolves, seeing what trouble they were up to. And uh, then your friends here came out to uh, attack me. They, I tried to talk to them, but they wouldn't respond. And, well, they are uh, defending my area. What brings you here besides these wolves? You look to be... Of the adventuring type. Well, I am adventurous, but not in the way you're thinking, all right? <laughs> Simmer down. Um, <laughs> so, let's get that. I did the explicit tag. Right out in the front, okay? <laughs> um, no, we are, you know, coming up to this area. Uh, we've heard there's problems up here, and uh, we've been asked to see if we can fix the situation. 
are you by any chance looking to uh, route out the orcs at Wyvern Tor? Uh, indeed we are. Well, then perhaps we are like-minded individuals. Maybe. Do you think about rocks and metal all the time? or? <laughs> <laughs> Goss lets out a jovial laugh, and he says, I like you, dwarf. He says, what say you this? I will command my army of zombies to stop attacking you, and if you can take out the orcs in Ravern Tour, I can make it worth your while. Really? Interesting. By your dwarf, he means us three, not oh. yours as in yours oh. individually. Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> well, I just wanted to know, why are you up here? I'm studying the art of necromancy. Is it not obvious? Well, I mean, obviously you're a necromancer from the East. I could tell by your tattoos. <laughs> um, <laughs> but why here? Just felt like this is a good spot to uh, study necromancy? Uh, it's a remote location away from most villages and cities where I can conduct my research. Okay. I like that. Are you conducting that against any living individuals? He turns towards the cat and he says, does he not understand necromancy? I thought he's were smarter than that. I, he's taking I, a few I think hits what Duffet is referring to is that you are not killing people in order to bring them back to life. There, yes. are, no, there are no live people here, no. And if you take a look at my little cadre of friendship over here. You can see that they have been dead for quite some time. Yes, but are you are you using your friends here to attack living people? Well, what part of no do you not understand? The n or the o? I just want to be clear. <laughs> I like this necromancer. <laughs> all right, all right. So you said you could make it. I worth mean, you our saw while. how many how many zombies I have, right? I count. Uh, I start counting on my fingers. One, two, three, four, eight. You've counted the same finger twice. Now we know why you get all the gold. <laughs> so go ahead and make a perception check. All of us or just I got no, just... twenty-one. You now notice that there are not eight zombies, but actually twelve, as more have poured out of the crumbling tower. That makes at least a dozen zombies the man has. Dozen. You got more than a baker's dozen in there, eh, Cost? <laughs> <laughs> he, he strokes his chin and he says, I may. Are we going to make a deal or well you you tell me what you said you were going to make it worth our while what exactly yes. does that mean i mean i've been Please burned by a few that. people in the past 
uh, who say they're going to do things, but... Well, I, as, a, as a wizard of Thay, I have come across in my adventures myself some particular items that you may find interesting. Oh. I will allow you to choose one of those items from a chest once you return, successfully with the head of the orc leader. One per Ooh. person? One for each of us, or just one total? He turns towards the bard and he says to the bard, is he always this dense? Uh, actually, he's usually more so. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. a good day. Quite honest. <laughs> he turns back to the dwarf and he says, one item. Okay, so how do we know those of items the are worth? Of the magical variety that I have found in my adventuring encounters. Right. I can guarantee you that these are items that you have not seen before. And are these items that you found here at these ruins? These are items that I... Boy! <laughs> is everyone here dead? Sorry, I'm, I've been drinking for the last couple of miles. Um... I will tell oh, you I'm enjoying this. Using <laughs> fewer words and smaller words. Across my travels, means as I walk from the wizard world of Fae all the way to here, I encountered many things, some of which are magic items, none of which were here. Okay. Yes, yes. I, I, I do apologize. I, I understand now. So, so other than practicing your necromancy here at the ruins, what else are you doing? Exactly that. I am also eating and sleeping. Is there anything else you would like to know? Well, I mean, you know, aside from necromancy, one could be searching for things or uh, hatching out schemes or things of that nature. We just want to make sure that the people we deal with are on the up and up. I work with dead people. I wouldn't consider that up and up. <laughs> or exciting. <laughs> and what if uh, we go and kill the orc, bring his head back, and we decide that none of your items are worthwhile. Then I may have some gold that might interest you. Gold. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk with my friends here. We'll see. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? You want to trust the necromancer? Well, it's an opportunity for magic, and apparently it's magic we've not yet seen. So I'm in for that. And with the bonus, we get to kill orcs along the way. What more could I ask for today? Yes, yes, but think of it this way, accountant. <laughs> He's offering us some items if we destroy these orcs. Why not just destroy him and his zombies and then just take everything? I mean, that thought did cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility. I know how much you enjoy your treasure, and th that would be a way to garner more. All right. Uh, 
Well, I think we can trust him, and if he proves to be untrustworthy, we can then Take destroy plan C. him. Or we destroy the orcs, come back, see what he has, and then destroy him if we like what it is. That is another possibility. Yes. Well, <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> All right. So I turn around and say, okay, we will go and kill the orc. Uh, and you want the head, right, of a particular orc or just any orc that we find? The leader. The leader. Okay. Do any of you pay attention? I, I mean, mean, I'm standing right here. Are you? <laughs> I could be dreaming this whole thing. <laughs> um, okay, so the you leader. are the worst set of adventurers that I have encountered possibly ever, and I have been around for a very long time. Is that your way I'll of saying you're easy, though. or what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. Are you willing to deal or not? Yes, we will deal. And, uh, but, you know, I should warn you, if you cross us, it won't end well. I'm just going to so tell you right now. Up, he rolls his eyes up into the back of his head and he says, I work with dead people. You have been my most alive interaction in quite some time. It would be very nice for you to take out that threat as they have been scouting out my location for the last few nights or so, and I would rather conduct my research undisturbed. If you are unwilling to do so, please leave, and I will take care of them myself. Oh, no, we'll go. <clears throat> Just point us in the direction, and we will head that way. So, he turns towards the south, and he says, there is a cave not far from here. You will not be able to miss it in the side of the peaks to the south. Yes, well, uh, after dealing with us and realizing how uh, unastute we are, are you sure we won't miss it? <laughs> I tell you what, if you come back here and you don't find the cave where, where Vern Tor is, I will be astounded. Well, that's, that's what we saying do a lot. Yes. Because I am sitting here witnessing people. your appalling behavior right now. Would you say you'd be more surprised if you woke up with the tent sewn to your face? Or... <laughs> with a tent sewn on my face? <laughs> yeah, with the tent sewn to his face. <laughs> In all of my life, I have never met a more belligerent group of adventurers. Are you going to go there or not? Oh, yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. Today? Tomorrow? Next fortnight? I really, I must know. Mm, how far um, away, uh, how, how long do you think it's going to take us to travel there? Less than a day. Less than a day. Okay. And what time of day is it? I look at my wrist, and I raise the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little after noon. Well, I guess we'll head that way. We'll see you later. Cost. He says, very well, and turns around and goes back into his tent. The zombies reanimate, turn around, and make their way back towards the uh, tower. 
So no, I didn't like that guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> he came across as quite impatient. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see, you know, how it goes. Um, before we get I mean, down for all there, the things we've done for these people in this land, surely he's heard of us by now. You'd think so, but... <laughs> uh, can I get one of those... Uh, do you have... Uh, Health potion? A health potion? Yeah. I thought you had some uh, from before. Or did you? I do have this? a health potion, but I'm not giving it to you. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. I see how you are. <laughs> Just wait till you fall asleep. Huh? <laughs> I will, however, cast cure wounds at level one on you. All right. Oh, did you get hit? Yeah, I took uh, 15 damage in the last battle. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, Hobgoblin had uh, um, look, look at that their ability to what yeah. the Dwarf what has. Is, is the ability to take... Do you hear me for one? Something? Yeah, 1d8 plus 4, but I rolled a 1. So you get five whole points back. Yeah, take this band-aid. <laughs> Don't mind the cash. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Let's keep heading there. Alrighty. Alright, so you guys are going to make your way down towards yeah. the tour? Okay. The, this crag is a prominent landmark in the rugged hills northeast of the Sword Mountains and is easily visible from 20 miles away. So, yeah, you guys are definitely not going to miss this as you make your way south towards it. Rip, make a perception check. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Everybody make a perception check. <laughs> 22. 12. <laughs> My God, look at that huge outcropping of rock. Oh, I got a two! Yes! <laughs> nice. What are we looking at exactly? You will not find it at the bottom of your flask. <laughs> People traveling along the Tribor Trail in the vicinity of Connyberry, which you guys were, can catch glimpses of the Wyvern Tour to the south as they go. The tour was formerly a home of a very large and dangerous nest of Wyverns, but a band of bold adventurers dealt with the monsters years ago. Though the Wyverns never returned, other creatures lair here from time to time. Oh, oh, okay. So the Wyvern Tour is a sizable hill with miles of rugged terrain on its flanks and slopes. Um, as you make your way towards the the tour itself, which is like a, a large outcropping, um, you can see several trails leading to and from the area. Mm. You're not exactly sure where the camp is that the orcs are staying at, so you're going to have to search for it. Well, can we investigate the tracks? See which way they... Absolutely. Um, only we had a ranger. Yeah, ranger. I, I, do we have a ranger? I didn't know. 
Is that would that you be have a survival? Rogue yeah, that would be um, survival. Yeah, yeah. Look at that big outcropping up there. It's fantastic. <laughs> You'll get a bonus. Thirteen total of thirteen. Okay. So as you're looking on the ground um, at the track, the the ranger in your party notices that. There seems to be a pattern to the tracks that lead to a, a certain area in the in the outcropping. Um, as you make your way down, are you going to follow the tracks? Yep. As you make your way down to the tracks, you find um, uh, a, a large like cave opening. A faint smell of smoke hangs in the air as you ascend the rugged ridge on the lower slopes of the hill. About 50 yards away, a cave mouth opens up at the bottom of the ravine. Hunkered down by a boulder, 20 yards outside of the cave, keeping watch, is a single orc. <clears throat> okay, so... Was there anything between the orc and us? Like brush or something. Uh, so he's looking out in a particular direction. Let's say the east, uh, well, the west rather, um, and a little bit towards the north. So you could make your way around the ridge line and possibly approach him from the east. Mm -hmm. You'll have to be careful and not running, and actually being stealthy. So I don't know if you want the dwarf to go with you. I say, what, just... what if we lure him out uh, to our position? Uh, I was thinking, I have this pouch. There's some ears <laughs> and teeth inside there, and I can throw an ear, and it'll make noise, and maybe he'll come and investigate and see a chopped-off ear. Well, could... how far away uh, is he? 20 yards. 20 yards. So we can get a little I bit don't know closer. why they use yards when they use feet everywhere else. About 60 feet away. 20 yards would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can do that math. That's easy. <laughs> instead, of, instead of losing one of your pouches, I can uh, I can use a minor illusion to create the sound instead. So I can create a sound of, of uh, people approaching him that uh, may entice him to come check it out. I will stealthily move around the side behind him so that I would come up on the right-hand side of the mouth okay. the cave the entrance. Door. Yeah. What's the door doing? I'm just going to stand there. Uh, there's nothing to hide behind? or I mean, there's rugged terrain, so you... Yeah, there are rocks and outcroppings and stuff like that. <clears throat> so I'm that gonna like, kind of hunker behind one of the rocks, so then I can jump out and be like, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are you gonna cast the spell? So I can cast it thirty feet in front of me. Okay, so halfway. So do you so want it? I'll cast it about 30 feet out and just make the sound of, of feet and people moving towards him. Like, so you're going to do it directly 
mm. south of you, like in front of you, or you don't want to do it to the side, so he kind of goes in that general direction. You want him to actually come towards you. Uh, more more southwest, I guess, so that okay. he's... Yeah. Uh, All right, so go ahead and cast the spell. Uh, it's a cantrip, so... Boom. Oh, I'm sorry, cast the cantrip. All right, so... And the type of noise you're making is what? Uh, the sound of people walking towards him. Okay, all right, cool. So um, as you cast the cantrip, you see the orcs uh, grab his sword and unsheath it. And he starts carefully climbing and making his way towards the general direction of the sound that you just made. So he's he's walking that direction or hiding behind the rock. Yep. And I'm moving around closer to the cave entrance in case he tries to run to it or anyone else comes out. Yep. All right. So he is now in a very vulnerable position where you are now behind him. All of us? No. No. Just uh, cat cat i'm on the other side though i thought you were towards the cave no yeah he is on the right hand side yeah yeah you're fine no i okay i thought you were saying that like you disagreed with me that you were behind him <laughs> oh i thought you meant behind him as in like right up on him and behind no, him. no like his back is to you okay yep no worries all good i'm, I'm more concerned about you... what's going to come out of yeah, the uh, so, cave so um after making that noise, no one, nothing has come out of the cave. It's just the one sentry. So, mm. um, what are the the other two of you doing? How far away is he? Um, well, he was sixty feet from you. He's now thirty feet from you. All right. Listen, I'm going to try something I've never done before. I like it. <gasps> so I've been working on this, and we're going to see. If I could be effective with it. All right. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to step out from the rock just a little bit so I can see him, get a nice clear view. And I'm going to cast Firebolt. Okay. At him. So it's a ranged spell attack. Okay. Just had this image of a very small firework going. Uh, 21. It's an attack roll? Yeah. Okay. You hit. Is it two words? Oh, there it is. It's a cantrip. I like like Firebolt. Yes, I know what this is. All right, yes. Range attack against a target, 1d10 damage. Okay. 1d10. Uh, eight points of damage. Fire damage. All right. Um, and then I duck back behind the rock. Okay. So, so which side of the rock? The left side? Yeah, that, so I stepped out here. Yeah, yeah. And you fired it and then you dodged back. Okay. So, the with a whizzing noise, the fire, the firebolt streaks towards the orc and 
slams into his his uh, left shoulder, doing uh, fire damage to him and startling him. You you can hear him go basically kind of like Ooh! as he turns to the side to to look towards um uh, where he got hit. He's definitely on alert now, um, and he turns back towards the cave almost like he's about to shout for help. As he's about to shout for help, say to Finn, oh, sorry, I can't hold it anymore, and I rip a really loud fart. <laughs> <laughs> rip, what are you doing as the dwarf is farting? It's not necessary to do right next to me. I mean, you already have like six houses of poo. Do you have to add to it? I don't even know how you can stand next to him with There's that many pouches. There's only two pouches of poo and four that are empty. Right? <laughs> well, one of them has teeth and ears, so three are empty. Two are filled with poo, another mix. And um, I'll yeah, I guess the the sound of the uh, firework and uh, the trombonious. Um, Passing of wind has alerted me to that direction. Uh, I guess I can shoot off an arrow. Okay. Uh, dun, 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 longbow, longbow. Okay, plus seven. No, Sorry? I said, I don't know. Can you? <laughs> Let's see. 21. You hit. D8 plus five. Oops. Can you see that? No. It's a seven. It's a seven. Okay. So twelve. Twelve. Why? Oh, I see what happened. Okay. I, I got the video fixed now. Um so well done. Fifteen points of damage? Twelve. Twelve? Oh. All right. You should have so <laughs> fifteen, all right. Yeah, you got well, it. <laughs> uh, um so honest. the arrow whips through the air and slams into the back of the orc. Um he he lets out a, a surprise gasp as he drops down to his knees and falls face forward into the, the rock outcropping. You hear his sword clang to the ground um, after his body falls down. The, the, the firing ember where the firebolt that hit him is now starting to ignite the rest of his hide armor. And a little bit of smoke is pillowing up from, from his dead body. Oh, cool. Right. Uh, so I'm going to... as though you have taken out the sentry without alerting the members in the cave. Nobody else knows, uh, right? Uh, roll for perception? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got a 20? I was it heading somewhere. that no one has discovered your attack on the sentry. Nothing. Why don't you go grab the body and pull him off? Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was gonna throw some dirt on him so he stops burning and then pull him out of the way. <laughs> so that firebolt is it like a delayed action and it just keeps getting hotter and hotter? I uh, no, I was just doing. Oh, okay. The script, and he's dead. So. Mm. It says any flammable object by hit by the spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried and he's now a dead body so it's ignited 
Right. So I, I go and it's get... fire damage for the purpose of if a creature is immune to fire or vulnerable to fire, right. they would take damage or no damage. So okay. in this case, he's just an orc, so it's damage to him. I, I go out there and I, I throw some dirt on him. Dirt on him and then you're going to drag him back towards the, the rock outcropping that you guys were hiding behind? Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to grab some uh, bush or something, some twigs and kind of you know, mess up the ground a little bit so they can't see, like that. I just dragged him. Okay, as you as you pull him away from the uh, outcropping that he was on, all exposed out in the open, you make your way back towards the rock without issue. Like man, that breakfast or all something. Right. I should be. I should be up right beside <laughs> the the cave entrance now. You should be by the cave entrance, is that what you're saying? As in, off to the side, though. Okay. So I can listen to see if there's anything inside or what's going on. Okay, so you're listening to hear if anyone is uh, inside or yeah. just general investigation? Okay, make a perception check, please. Why do you hate me? 11. <laughs> okay, um, you don't hear any activity from your position, um, but that's both good and bad because if they were coming out of the cave... You think you would have heard them? Mm. <clears throat> so I, I say to them, should we try and go into the cave or should we try and make some noise so somebody comes to investigate <clears throat> outside? Well, if we can get them to come out, I've got some nice back shots. Okay. So, all right, watch this. Let's <laughs> <laughs> investigate the body. Uh, no, I have not investigated yet. I figured you could do that while I was uh, trying to attract some attention from the inside of the cave. Sure, I will investigate the body. All right, on the body is a uh, burnt and blackened hide, along with a fabulous black sword uh, that the dwarf <laughs> might be interested in. Um, and uh, a pouch. Now that oh, I will, I will open the pouch. <laughs> uh, you open the pouch, and inside you find a pair of ears. <laughs> they look elven in nature. Here, yeah. All right, so I I walk up. Just by... that look, that look alone was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> I walk up by Rip, and I kind of. You know, walk a little bit into the cave and I bend over and I rip another loud fart. And then I scurry, I scurry back over to where Rip is behind the trees in the cave entrance. What exactly hoping, does that dwarf eat? Hoping that that uh, loud fart might have caught the attention of some people. <laughs> um, at the very entrance of the cave, you can hear the 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 broken wind reverberate. In the front area of the cave. Um, and go ahead and uh, make a perception check, please. Got a four. Um, you don't really hear anything outside of your glorious cheese cutting. <laughs> I don't think that worked, Rip. <laughs> 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 All 
the past, the scent isn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Say, well, what, what do you think we should do? Should we throw a rock in there? So after investigating the body, I will make my way up towards uh, Duffin and Rip. Okay. Um, how much visibility have we had along the, the pathway to here? Can we see a little bit inside to see if it's just uh, like a little dugout kind of cave or if it's actually the entrance to a passage into a larger, larger uh, area? It looks like it's an entrance to a passage. Okay. But as for how long and how deep, you're not really sure. Yeah. All right. So, so are we going in or are we trying to draw them out? I, I could uh, make another sound more inside the cage uh, cave to see if I could get someone to come out. That would be good, I think. Give that a shot. All right. What are you going to try and do? So I'm going to cast Minor Illusion again, but more inside of the cave of the orc sound of being how, hurt. How how lo how loud can you make that realistically? Can you? Does it say? Can it be louder than a dwarven fart? <laughs> it, its volume can range from a whisper to a scream. So I was going to do the scream of an orc being hit with a firebolt. Okay. So you cast the the cantrip, and uh, are, is anyone holding their your ears? No. Okay. No. Like and you're deafened by the. No, you're we're, we're by outside the, the cave. That yeah, you hear emanating from inside the cave as it makes its way outside of the cave from the casting of the spell. Uh, there seems to be a deep rumbling that you are feeling now. Everyone make a perception check. Jeez. Nine. Okay, what? everyone but Rip. Thirteen. <laughs> I didn't feel it. I had a four, so... <laughs> Okay, so um, the dwarf turns to the cat and says, do you smell something? And the bard, you definitely start to feel like the rumble of uh, something inside coming towards you. Do, do you guys feel that? The rumbling? And I'm not talking about your stomach, Duffin. Oh, I thought that, yeah, I thought that was just my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it appears something large is headed this way. <laughs> Something you said this way, I like it. I'm gonna move uh, back just a little bit. I'm in by the trees or the close closer to the rocks that we were at before. Okay. And just kind of hang out and wait there. Yeah. So you guys are gonna make your way towards the rocks and bushes and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So as as you guys prepare yourselves for what is about to happen, the rumbling starts to become like a loud sound of many uh, marching footsteps, running footsteps, and Ooh. an even larger set of uh, marching steps. 
and bursting out of the cave is not one, not two, but six orcs as they make their way out of the cave, led by a very large orc. Um, and behind the orc <laughs> um, is a gigantic, filthy ogre. Yo, Duffin, looks like your wife joined the party. Oh! <laughs> she's way, way uglier than that. All right. Oh. <laughs> so you wouldn't know my wife is beautiful. What are you talking about? Hmm? All righty. Well, we never um, meet up with her, and I'm going to tell her about that. <laughs> so something like that? Uh, Yeah. That works. Five regular orcs, a large orc, and then... An six, ogre. six orcs, a large orc, and an ogre. Oh, a six orcs, a large orc, and an ogre. Do I have another orc style? The party. This is. I'll just have to use a hobgoblin. All right. So eight altogether. Yes. Kind of whisper and like eight on three. That's really good odds for us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll um I'll throw uh what's it called again? Hunter's mark on the ogre. Okay. When our turn comes. Ah. I guess we'll have to roll initiative. Um, so good. they don't know you're here. So whatever you guys decide to do, that'll be the first action before they even respond, before initiative is rolled. They're at so, a disadvantage. Yes. So I, I could cast Shatter. And and do some initial damage to quite yes. a few of them. And off the back of that, I'll be doing fog cloud over them. Not hunter's mark. Sorry, I just double checked what spells I have. Okay. So, so what? Oh, hold on before before we start the battle. Um. I. So where are you going to cast the fog cloud? And will and will the party be able to see past it? So twenty feet foot radius. So I would say that would cover m at least half of them. To well, this the is, orcs. This, this right here is a ten foot radius. Oh, okay. So, all right, then it'll cover all of them. Or uh, bring your hand down a little bit. Stop. A little bit to the left, a bit like that. So it's off center of them, but the radius should cover most of them. I may miss the ogre, but um, at least the, the main party of the orcs will be covered, is the plan. And after he does, they do all of that, I'm going to throw a sack of poo at the ogre. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. I was really wondering how you were going to follow up with two of them. 
And now so I know. I want to cast Shatter about here so I can hit the Ogre and the Big Orc. And it looks like I might get three of the regular Orcs. You tell me. Um, so if okay. he sends it so on the Orcs, leader. the Leader, and the Ogre. Okay, that works. <laughs> And then, um, I just want to get the battle card lined up. So it's five regular orcs. Six. Six regular orcs. Keep trying. He's just doing a memory check on the DM, seeing if he's catching. <laughs> The, the Captain Orc and the Ogre, right? Yep. Okay. I got it now. I'm good. So that's three Orcs, <laughs> a half dead Ogre, <laughs> <laughs> and an unconscious leader. <laughs> Suddenly, their numbers have changed. All right. So, um, the Bard's going to go first with Shatter. Then the ranger is going to go next with um, Fog Cloud. Fog Cloud. And then the dwarf is going to hopefully, or is going to pray that the ogre didn't move from when he throws the bag of poop. Yeah, well, I'm just going to wait, you know, and then when he's like looking around, I'm just going to huck it at him. <laughs> so you're not going to be able to really see him with the fog there. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if uh, the fog should miss him. The, the fog was further um, he wanted the fog out here, so it goes over mostly six. Not necessarily the ogre. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. So I mean, it looks like for them that would kind of think that the attacks coming from that side, so maybe they'll not be paying attention to our still. Okay. That's part of the plan. All right. See, cool. the, the dwarf is smart after all. I I'm just stunned. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how this battle's going to go now. I was really expecting it to go a different way. <laughs> You underestimate us. <laughs> no, I, I was, I was expecting something else. <laughs> Seven. That, that's eight. amazing. That's the worst roll. That looks like eight. That, that's eight. Yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and he had two. <laughs> so eight points. That's that's impressive. Well, you have to roll Constitution saving throw for the. Yeah. So how many did we say that it hit? The... So it hit the ogre, the captain orc, and then three regular orcs. Three regular orcs. Okay, one second. All right. Uh, Constitution. Yep. Against the fourteen, right? Uh, forty-four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So orc number one failed it. Orc number two failed it. Oh no, passed it. Orc number two passed it. So hold on. Orc number one failed it. Orc number two passed it. Orc number three passed it. So let's do this one and those two. Okay. And then the ogre, or the orc captain, rather, passed it, and the ogre failed it. Yes. 
I wish it was more damage. All right. So the damage was eight total? Yeah. All right. So... So the ogre took eight, captain took four, two regulars took four, and one took eight, is what I have. All right. And then, okay. That should kind of scare him a little bit also because it makes Yeah, okay. So, while you can't necessarily see the pandemonium happen, you know, the effects necessarily, you can visually see the orcs react to it, all clamping on their ears as you hear the 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 ringing noise um, from a safe distance. And a couple of the orcs appear to be like reacting way more negatively to it than the others. Um, and the the giant ogre with his morning star kind of steps back and and drops his his morning star as he clamps his his big oafish uh, hands over his ears. Um, but the leader appears to be uh, not as affected as the rest of them as you do that and they're reacting to that then the cat right is going to be casting the fog cloud on the front half of the orcs um which envelops them in you know this gaseous cloud um where they are no longer able to see anything and you can hear some some surprise gasps and and some shock as they struggle to figure out what's going on and the ogre looks kind of perplexed, and the orc captain is now scanning around the the rocky areas, looking for where that came from, mostly in a northeasterly fashion. Because the cave is is from the south, so you guys put the cloud in the northeast section. So he's looking towards that oh, okay, area. Okay, right. The, <laughs> so the it's upside down to what we've got. Yeah, now. It's upside down because that's the cave is on the bottom. Yep. Better? Yeah, or mm -hmm. you could rotate it. Yep. Oh good. <clears throat> I can't rotate the whole thing, so it's easier for me to rotate the compass than the whole map. <laughs> <laughs> we've had this conversation, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as the ogre recovers from the ringing noise, a make an attack roll, please, dwarf. Awesome. <laughs> I got a of what ten. Uh, a uh, bag of who slings through the air and splatters against the rock uh, cave entrance wall behind the ogre. The ogre turns around and sees the bag slowly slide down the wall <laughs> and, looks, <clears throat> and looks in the general direction of where the dwarf threw it and points, uh, picks up his morning star and points in that general direction. Um, 
So now you have the orc captain looking in one direction and the ogre looking in the other. And now the ogre is making his way uh, towards you guys. Excellent. Go ahead and uh, roll for initiative. Nine. Twelve. Six. All right, they rolled an eight. The dwarf goes first? Yep. The ogre is heading your way. All right, well, I'm just going to kind of stay hidden at the moment. Not much, because I don't, I don't really have, you know, distance combat, so I don't want to really give away my position until the last minute. You just okay. threw a bag of poo. Yeah, <laughs> he, he wasn't looking, you know. And yet he's and... still walking towards you. <laughs> I don't know. Is that an invitation to throw one more bag of poo? Or... <laughs> I mean, all right. Yeah, I can try that. We don't want him to waste his poo. I'll throw the bag with, uh, <laughs> with the ears and... Uh, teeth. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and make an attack roll. <clears throat> I got... What do you want? Ar- unarmed one? That's what I did last that, time. This is what you're going to use your attack this round for. Yeah. Yep. Just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. <laughs> Alright. I got a 19. <laughs> okay. You hit. The bag goes flying through the air and smacks off the shoulder of the ogre, he looks down at the bag landing on the ground beside him <laughs> and up at you standing there <laughs> with the open hand and he roars and races towards um, your location. How much damage? Do you want me to roll for damage? <laughs> roll for damage. <laughs> no damage. No damage. All right. So as he's running towards me, I kind of bend over and smack my butt as he's coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then get behind the rock again. <laughs> this will this will be the tale of how Duffin the Great Bavarian died. <laughs> Smashed to pieces by an ogre while he was smacking his butt. <laughs> well, he's running my way, but I'm behind the rock, so. <laughs> Alright, um, it is the cat's turn. Okay, I'll throw Hunter's Mark on the the captain. Okay. And I will shoot uh, Longbow at the Ogre. So if I hit, it'll be uh, Second. plus an additional sure. D6. Wait, are you... Well, are the Hunter's Sorry? Mark... The D6 is only on the person you Hunter's Mark. Are you Hunter Marking the captain? Oh, you're right. Sorry. My bad. Sorry. Um, uh, on the captain. I have a feeling we'll dispatch the ogre pretty quickly, so I'll throw it on the captain. Do you remember the last ogre battle you had? The one where I ran up his arm and double-sorted him in the neck? Yes, that one. Yes. Like round seven or eight? When I punched him in the junk? Or headbutted him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> headbutted him. Yes. Okay. Hunter's mark on the captain. 
which is yeah. your bonus action. And then you are going to... Um, so 17 on the ogre. Attack dice, 17. Okay, you hit him. So D8 plus 5. Oh, excellent. Yes, 6. <laughs> and that's with your... Longbow. Longbow? Okay. Yeah. Six points of damage. Hmm, you dickle, the ogre says <laughs> in guttural common as the bow uh, nicks his shoulder as it flies off. But he doesn't turn to look at him. He just keeps running, right? Does no, he's, he's going after the dwarf. Okay, but sure. I'm, I'm just making sure because he was behind him. So, I mean, he should have uh, advantage or something, maybe? I don't know. I'm just... Oh, it's still hit anyway. So. Okay. It was six points of damage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yes. All right. <clears throat> 60 what? Yeah. 60 10. 60 All right. zero. <laughs> All right. Um, so next up is the ogre who turns the corner around the rock and spots the dwarf. And swings his great morning star. Oh, that's nice. I did not know that. Uh, and misses. So he slams the, the morning star down on the ground uh, with a thunderous force right to the side, uh, just uh, barely missing the, the dwarf as the dwarf pirouettes away. The um, orc captain has now figured out that the ogre has made his way west, northwest, to your guys' location, and is heading that way now. Where is the cat? I'm by the mouth (laughs) of the cave. Did you leave... Like, did you try and go back into cover, or? Yeah, I'm. Only popped out to cast a spell and Make shoot, the and then cast yeah. a spell. Okay. So the or or captain is heading back towards where the ogre went. Um, it's now the bard's turn. Hmm. So as the captain, I'm assuming, runs past me. Yes. I will cast a firebolt. This doesn't use concentration. Or does it? What? The fog. I'm looking at it now. It lasts for the duration. Yeah. All right. We're cool. All right. So the fog cloud's going to be going for quite a bit of time. Just one hour. I just want to see what would happen if the cat gets hit. All right, so you cast Fireball. Okay, go ahead and ca- uh, cast it. 25. You miss. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you hit. Uh, let's try this one. Oh, oh, oh. Three. 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah. The uh the orc captain does not appear to be phased by the firebolt that just hit him in the arm for what was that? Three points of damage. I think he said that on purpose. <laughs> what was I he might have cinched some underarm. All right. Um, is that it for your turn, Bard? And, and then I'm going to um, just, uh, if I had to come out of cover to cast it, then I will go back into cover. Okay. So it's um, not to be noticed. Go ahead and roll for initiative, please. Nine? Sorry, that was a three. So a total of eight. Ten. Eleven. So eight, nine, and eleven. Eight for the cat, nine for the dwarf, and eleven for the bard. The bard goes first. Uh, I will again cast Firebolt. On the, the orc. orc. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Make your attack roll. Eight. Yes. So, with a flourish, you come out from behind the rock and thrust your fingers in the general direction of the orc captain. The firebolt zings through the air in front of the orc captain. He turns his head to see where that came from and now spots the bard. Yes. He alters course and makes his way towards you. Is that it? Uh, I'm going to um, duck back behind the rock and... and... Wait for him to come to you? Scurry, scurry away just a bit and just wait for him to come. Okay. So... What about the ogre? Oh, okay. We're just saying random words. His <laughs> D&D Tourette's kicked in. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the orc, orc captain, uh, you know, finishes his run towards the, um, towards the edge of the rock. And he starts to slowly make his way around the rock until he finds the bard and then uh, makes an attempt to attack him with his uh, great axe. That's a great axe you've got there, mate. <laughs> What's your AC? 15. Okay. And hits. <coughs> Excuse me. Is anyone near the bard? Um, yes. Like five He's feet? backed up close to me. Um, I don't think so. No, I don't know. Is that five feet? It's about ten. You're about ten feet from me. Yeah. Uh, so the great axe only hits the bard. It's funny. Could you guys hear me earlier? Just fine? Yeah. Uh, well, I was like, because it was going through my webcam microphone for some reason on teams oh really yeah yeah i've noticed microsoft does that it keeps assigning different apps different bloody um 
sources. So anytime I reset my computer, it does it. So like when the power went yeah. out, <laughs> came back on, I didn't uh, even bother to check. I mean, I made sure that the, your guys' audio was coming through the right thing for my recording, but I yeah, didn't you were even fine. check. Oh, okay. You're fine. That was the, the ogre was unintentional side speak. Is that what that was? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the the great axe slams into the side of the bard, doing 14 points of damage. Oof! Damn. <laughs> Maybe I should go I around the other side. The hail for this. <laughs> the I orc mean... has he. As he embeds the axe into your side, says, The time for hide-and-seek is over, child. Man-child. Build that to Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The ogre um, proceeds to make his way over uh, again to the dwarf to swing his great morning star. And hits. And no one's near the dwarf, right? No. Yeah. He's soloing the ogre. <laughs> That's how All we right. do it. And where is... Oh, it's over here. And does... 12 points of jack as the morning star comes crashing down on the side of your shoulder, uh, embedding its thorns into your back and shoulder. Well, that tickled. <laughs> the ogre says, me make dwarf punier. I'm surprised you can even speak in common. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next up is the dwarf, right? Yeah. Are those, all those other guys just like hanging out in that fog of cloud or what? Or... So they're like all confused and, and running around and you can, you can kind of hear the din of like, they, they're trying to find their way as they're tripping and falling over the stones and things of that nature. Okay. Um, but you're actually focused on the the battle in front of you and you have rock and debris and stuff in yeah. front of you so you can't really see what they're doing they may actually be rounding yeah. the corner right now yeah I was just wondering just because they hadn't done anything yet so no they haven't reached you guys yet because they didn't know where you guys were because of this cloud thing that was yeah. scaring their view yes yes DM we know that you're killing us with the big guys but send the little guys after <laughs> us too please <laughs> <laughs> it's not challenging enough for the dwarf. He's <laughs> only been hit by the ogre once. Give him, you know, only been one hit. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to use fighting spirit, so it gives me uh, advantage on weapon attacks. I get five temporary points. All right. Um. Let's see. I'm going to try and attack him with my shield first. And try and hit him with my shield. 
with uh, 24. Uh, the, the ogre? Yeah. You hit. With your shield? Yeah. You picked it up from way back when? Yeah. That was long ago before we got here. <laughs> when I was trying to rescue that guy when, as he was sure falling off. It with the caravan. Here, please hold on to it. I no, no, don't no. Need it <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, so we'll do 1d4 plus 4. So 8 damage. And now I'm going to try and hit him with my battle axe. Okay. Um, for twenty-three, you hit. Let's see here. For five damage. With the battle axe. Yeah, because I I rolled one plus four equals five. Wow. Imagine if he'd used his battle axe first. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see here. Then I am going to use Action Surge. You can take one additional action on your turn. I'm going to try and... Uh, hold, up, hold up, I thought you used your, your no, the... bonus action for the hit points. The hit points? Yeah, did you say you got an additional five? Or was that last round? Um... When did you do Finding Spirit? Oh, I did yeah. this time. Oh, so I can only do one. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Actually, this one's a special. Should. That's my special is Action Surge. doesn't say anything about a bonus. just says a special. And if you... Mom says you're special. You, yeah. It gives you advantage on your attack rolls. You should re-roll both of those just to see if you get a critical. I mean, I guess I could. Because uh, the action surge says you can take one additional action on your turn. This can be used one time you get per short bonus action, so You must choose which bonus action you want to use when you have more than one available. So, okay. That's cool. Um, okay. Well, I'm I'm just, just I mean, it's, it's, not listed, it's not listed under my bonus, so I'm just saying <laughs> it's a special. But, yeah, I mean, I could re-roll. You know, I could roll to see if I get a crit. But Yeah, go for it. I'll allow it. That one did not. It rolled another nine, so no. <laughs> well, that was worth a shot. It was worth a shot, but so I'm still attacking with my uh, battle axe. That action surge. Twenty. Oh, that was not twenty. <laughs> with your battle axe. Yeah. Very nice. Roll more than one this time. Give it a shot. Proud of you. Well, not yet. Hey, look, I got a two. That's six. Um, let's see. Uh, plus seven, so 13 on that one. 13 damage? Yeah. All right. So I did eight, five, thirteen. Yeah, I got it. Thanks. Okay. So you smash him with your your shield uh, with a loud resounding gong. The ogre kind of takes a step back, leaving him open for the battle axe swing on on the first swing, which was 
kind of pitiful. You kind of like nick them in the side, and then you use your action surge to turn it around and swing again, um, and cut deeper into uh, his side where you nicked him earlier. The ogre howls in pain and says, "You will feel more pain." But your mom said. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> sure the ogre knows who his mom is Doubtful. <laughs> all right that's my turn next up is the cat I'm gonna leap into battle um blue is the short sword so hang on a sec um are you leaping into battle too the, the captain. captain yeah, yeah. Okay. the one i put hunter's mark on yeah so the short um, sword Hold yep. on real quick on the hunter's mark. <clears throat> I should make sure that so it's just extra damage when you hit. Yeah. And you A have D6. any advantage you have an advantage on any wisdom, perception, or survival check to find it. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh. Oh, it lasts an hour, so you can make it go to someone else after it dies. If it dies, yeah. Sorry, when it dies. Sorry, when it dies. Yes. Yes. So, 25. uh, Sorry, 20. Yeah, 25. And. On the orc cap? Yes. Okay, the first one hits, the second one does not. Okay, so that's 1d6 plus 6, and then that would be another d6 for the hunter's mark. So, 2d6 plus 6. Fantastic! <laughs> oh my gosh! Ten, Ten, huh? Ten points. <laughs> I am so impressed. I can do this math really easily now. Thank you guys for making this so easy for me. You're welcome, buddy. Anytime. All right. So you slash out um, with your long sword, um, and it bounces harmlessly off of the the thick hide that the that the orc captain is wearing. Um, but you managed to send your short sword home uh, with uh, unerring accuracy due to your hunter's mark, doing um, a fair bit of damage to him. He roars in surprise as the short sword actually hits him um, and and prepares for the next round. Ooh. All right. So that's everyone, right? Okay. Oh yeah, I didn't go. Did oh, you got go? hit. He took you for fourteen, I think. Yeah, he got hit, yeah. but he hasn't gone. He hasn't taken his I turn yet. Taking my action. Oh, you're right. You had an eleven. Lost? You had eleven on mine. You went first. Oh yeah, yeah. You were first. You did the fantastically crappy oh. fireball and revealed yeah, your location. Yeah, fireball and revealed right. your location. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was trying hot, to forget about it. Is what yeah, it was. He was like, that was so bad. I don't remember yeah, it. <laughs> that didn't happen at all. Damn it. <laughs> all right. Roll for initiative, please. Ten. Okay, I got a three. Eleven. Seven. All right, so the cat got a ten, the dwarf got an eleven, and the bard got a seven. Yep. Okay, everybody goes first. All right, so my turn? Yep. yep. 
Alright. I am going to use my last fighting spirit. Alright. And I am going to attack Ogre with my battle axe. I don't like that roll. That was a And I don't like that one even better. That one was a two. So I got uh, five is my best one with 11. So I'm pretty sure that does not hit. <laughs> Against the ogre? Yeah. Uh, 11? Yeah. Uh, you hit. Oh! <laughs> All right. 12 damage. With the battle axe, right? Yep. All right. So you swing your battle axe again in the opposite direction, cutting into his the other side of the ogre, who howls in pain in reaction to your strike. He looks quite surprised that you're able to hit him so often and so frequently. You hurt much, I hurt more, he says to you. It does hurt to look at you. But <laughs> I can stand it for now. Uh, so I'm going to try and hit him with my shield. Okay. Uh, there's 11. <laughs> uh, so 11 plus 6, 17. <laughs> we'll take that one. Okay. All right. That's and. That's uh, that's advantage on all attack rolls all the time. All weapon attacks, because before we had counted the shield as a as a weapon. So I don't know if you don't want me to do that or not. But the first roll was eleven. On, so. on weapon attack rolls until the end of the current turn. So yeah. Yep. And you get five. More. <clears throat> you added the five more, right? Uh huh. All right. Cool. So I got seven on that one. Seven damage. Yep. All right. With the shield. Yep. Okay. With a loud song, uh, the shield smacks into the side of the, the ogre, sending him taking a step backwards as he staggers from the impact. Me no like dwarf, he says. Me smash puny dwarf. <laughs> and I think... That's it, right? That's my turn, right? Because I can't move... So we're still in cut. Like, I mean, even though he took a step back, I can't, like, move away from him without getting an attack of opportunity, right? You have to disengage. And that would take an action, which I don't have, right? I don't actually know. Good question. Well, I mean, it's listed under actions in combat is disengage, so. Disengage, yes, yeah, so you can't do it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so next up is the cat. Oops, so that's 11 <laughs> on the sword and 16 on the long sword. Long sword hits, the short sword does not. So D8 plus 5 and a D6 for Hunter's Mark. an 11? Oh, sorry. On the... On, what did you roll on the short sword, the actual number? Uh, it was low, it was a 3. Oh, okay, all right, continue. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, D8 plus 2 and a D6 for damage. Jeez. 
You should maybe just roll those that, one at a time. I was about to say, that's the exact same roll you rolled last time. Where'd you get those so, dice? Don't ever buy from them again. So seven. seven. Before tonight, they've been working pretty good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Did you? <laughs> I'm getting hungry, so it's, you know, the energy's leaving the dice. <laughs> <laughs> the cat needs food. So the short sword misses. So with the thrust with your short sword, you used it as a feint, which he dodges to the side only to get hit by the slash of the long sword, cutting him uh, on the side. Or Captain says, uh, uh, looks to you in, in disbelief as you as he gets hit by you. And he says, that will be the last attack of your kind. Well, technically, he's correct. Once we kill him, he's not going to be able to see another cat again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe it's a bard's turn now. He's in deep thought. Uh, I, I'm going to just kind of turn towards the Captain Orc and uh, where is where is Rip? I should be on the other side. Actually, that side might be fine. Actually, I think that's where. Side of the, uh, like I think he's like attacking both of you, so he's like on the left and yeah. the right. Yeah, uh, that looks about right. So I want to cast uh, Thunder Wave, which is a fifteen-foot cube emanating from my body. Uh oh. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> want to hit Rip. You're going to blow away. So are you below or above Rip in this picture? I'm here. He's I'm below. below. I'm like right in front of the yeah. door. Oh, yeah. You can do that. You should be able to do that. Okay. So I cast Thunder Wave at first level. Okay. So you have to make a constitution saving throw. Against 14. And it half damage and not get thrown back 10 feet, right? Yep. Yep. All right, go ahead and roll the damage. They take damage no matter what, right? Yep. So go ahead and roll the damage. 16. What happens if they get it? Uh, Constitution yeah, save? It's half. No. It's, no, I I know what I got. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't work on saving throws. I just got a 20. Um, all right, so the the ogre, uh, or captain. the or captain, or rather, captain. Um, or captain... Made his save, and you're doing against the ogre too, right? Uh, no, well, I mean, I don't know if I'll hit the ogre. It's a 15 foot cube, so. Uh, oh, I think the ogre is, yeah. So it's just the captain. Okay, <laughs> so he passed. What was the damage? 16. So eight. Yep. Oof. Finally, get a good roll, and it doesn't do crap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least he used the uh, 20 on a save yeah. instead of an attack. <laughs> I wasted a 20 on a saving throw, so, I mean, it's going to be that kind of night, apparently. All right. With the resounding thunderclap, the, the sound emanates forward and slams into the orc captain. He seems ready to embrace uh, the attack and slides back a little bit, but doesn't actually um, fall back 10 feet. Um, Taking the the brunt of the damage head on uh, with his great axe. 
and now it is their turn. Uh, the orc captain turns towards the bard and swings his great axe. Uh, and hits. Oh my god. I got my one of the night. Uh, and does four points of uh, damage to you. So he turns towards you and he says, Filthy man child, as he swings the great axe with uh, both of his hands, uh, cutting into the side of you uh, with a, a light slash uh, for four points of damage. And then the ogre turns his attention back to the dwarf and swings his great morning star down on the orc's head. Dwarf's head, right? Yeah, the dwarf's head. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to help us with the captain, I'm fine with that. <laughs> no. Uh, and hits. Four, eight. Okay. Uh, Twelve plus four, sixteen. Uh, bludgeoning damage. So as a, as a reaction, I want to use cutting word. Cutting word. Yeah. Okay. I can expend a bardic snip. inspiration and roll the dice and then subtract that from the damage roll. Okay. So what did I say that was sixteen? Yep. Yeah. Minus five. All right, so. so 11 points of damage to the dwarf. Okay. As the orc slams down the um, the morning star onto uh, the dwarf, it seems to slow slightly and move off-center, not striking the head, but the other shoulder of the dwarf. Um, go ahead and make a perception. <clears throat> Check. Duffin. You get it. You got 13. You're not really sure what just happened, but it appears as if some guiding hand um, redirected the attack away from your head. You thought for sure you were a goner there. <laughs> I never done myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the As the orc uh, finishes attack on you, you can hear a, a roar as some more orcs start pouring out from the top and the bottom rocky outcrops. So the cave area by um, uh, three on, on the bottom and three at the top. And they head towards, I'm guessing that's Rip. Yep. Um, and then the bottom is the Bard. No, that's... The dwarf. That's I'm in the middle. Okay. Yep. You're by you're by Rip, right? Okay. Yep. And so they they head towards um the bard. And the first one makes it to you on either side. So the first one attacks Rip and misses. Uh swinging his his great axe. Uh he completely whiffs it and scratches it against the rocky outcropping next to you. Um, along the, the wall there, Rip. And mm -hmm. then the <clears throat> second orc down at the bottom uh, swings his 
great axe towards the dwarf and catches it on the bushes instead, chopping it uh, cleanly off the hedge of the bushes. And that ends the turn. <clears throat> the gardener. The gardener. <laughs> the landscape. I got nine. I got seven. I got ten. Six. All right, so the cat goes first. Yep. Uh, wow. 17 on the short sword and six on the long sword. Sword uh, is on the ogre or the orc? Captain. Oh, captain. I'm sorry, the orc captain or the orc? Oh, captain. Okay. So the first one hits, the second one misses. So that's uh, D6 plus 6, and then another 6, so uh, 2D6 plus 6. There oh. we go. 17. Nice. Finally. So, which one hit? Was that the short sword? This is a short sword only, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so once again, you faint with the long sword, which the uh, orc captain handily blocks with the heft of his battle axe, leaving him exposed you to run him through with the short sword. He falls over uh, with a gasp of surprise, coughs up some blood, and then slips off your short sword as he falls to the ground, dead. Yeah. Uh, make a perception check. Uh, 13. Alright, you, you're pretty sure you heard him say filthy cat. Right before he dies. <laughs> um, so now, where do you want the hunter's mark to go? The orc that came and attacked me. So right behind me, I guess. Okay, so you can mark it. I just want to make sure you could. Yeah. So the orc that came at you? Okay, cool. Oh, wait. Um, Can I... Sorry. Not to be... Can I use my, what's it called again, horde breaker on the orc that's behind me? Okay. Or is this like too many? I can? Okay. Wait, hold on one second. Let me look it up. As an action, I can... Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Sorry. Horde breaker. Once on each of your turns when you make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original yeah, target. There. Yeah, he's there. Okay. You can do it. So this is a short sword then? Yep. Okay. On that weapon that hit. Yep, so that's um seventeen. Hit. Short sword plus eight, yep, seventeen. Uh D six plus six and another six, so two D six. Five eleven. Now the ones that came up towards us, are those the ones that already took damage? Some are, some are not. Mm, it's a lottery. So there were there were six of them. Only three of them took damage, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So some took damage and some did not. Well, then I just I just can't track these, can I? Well, are you saying you want to attack one that is damaged? I was just curious as to what they were. You don't have to tell one? me. No, I mean it's it's. Uh, you could tell the difference between the damaged and the undamaged ones because the damaged ones have like 
bleeding ears. If you make a perception check, I'll allow it. Because it was the ringing noise that does the damage, right? So it's like ear-based. I'm sorry, can you not see that that's a natural 20? Nice. So yes, you can tell which ones are damaged. Okay. Was this fact, a damage uh, The one by you, yes. Or the one that he attacked. Which one the are you one asking? The one that he attacked. Oh, yes. That is one that was damaged. Yeah. Can I tell by the amount of blood coming out of their ears if it was a damage done by eight or four? So he's dead. <laughs> and I was getting to that when you were interrupting me about the amount of damage that he took. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, I What I was going to say is the cat was thrusting out at the at the... Orc captain finished him off as he dropped down to the ground. He turned towards the other orc and ran him through as well. Um, does Ooh. anyone see the hunter's mark, or is it just you? I think it's just me because I'm the so only it's one. Not like a visible I, thing. I, I I think if they can't see it, they don't get the the it's bonus. Is mystically marked as your quarry. It doesn't really say yeah. visually if it can be seen. So I'll say you can see it. No one else can. So. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, uh, the bard, you witnessed this tremendous feat as he's able to easily dispatch the orc captain and then easily dispatch the next orc I, in line. I'd just like to interrupt here with the word easily. You, you hear that, fellas? <laughs> easily. Easily. For the first time in your adventure with the cat, he's done something I want to see you start soloing the ogre, okay? <laughs> You, are you going to move your hunter's mark? Yes. Um, I will move it to the one to my left. I'm assuming okay. the one in front of you is an injured one, so the one to my left. Yeah, the other two um, that are injured are by you, and then the ones by... Um, the dwarf. The dwarf. Are all full health. <laughs> are all full health. Mm-hmm. I see how that shakes out. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of a challenge for you yet? Nope, not yet. <laughs> oh god, here comes a dragon. <laughs> All right, so your turn is over, and next is the dwarf. All right. Well, I'm gonna attack with my battle axe. The ogre. A change of strategy in front of me. <laughs> here we go. Nine plus six, fifteen. On the ogre? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just to make sure you weren't turning your attention towards the orcs that were coming at you. Nope. Uh, you hit. Okay. For ten damage. With the battle axe? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to try and hit him with my shield. Okay. For 21. Hit. Five. Okay. So you swing your battle axe um, back at the ogre uh, with a ferocious rage after getting hit by him so many times um, and embed the axe in his thigh. 
as he roars and leans over in pain, you smash the shield up into his face, sending him uh, staggering back a little bit from both strikes. His face is all bloody, and he seems unable to uh, curse in your general direction, but if you could actually understand the garbled noises coming out of his bloody mouth, you would suppose that is exactly what he is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> still alive and still kicking. Okay. For my bonus action, I'm going to use second wind, so once per short rest. You can use a bonus action to regain 1d10 plus 4 for health point. We'll okay. see if I can get more than 5. Let's see. Nope. <laughs> uh, good times. Is that a 9? No, it's a 1 is what I rolled. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got yeah. 5. Oof. That's right. I still have 34 hit points. It's okay. Oh, don't worry. We're going to change that. <laughs> we shall see. Won't we? <laughs> Try really hard to, anyway. <clears throat> and that's my turn. All right. So next up are the monsters. Mm-hmm. And there are... Four on me. Four and, on you. And two, or just one left uh, on them. Two orcs. Two orcs are left on them? Took There was three orcs that came on either side. Mm-hmm. He took one orc out after he killed the orc captain, so at least two orcs left. Okay. So it's orcs by him, and then you have three orcs by you and the ogre. So the ogre is going to go first. And he hit. I like it. Or 2d8, 3, 1, plus 4. So 8 damage with the Morningstar, the giant club. So he swings again, this time from the side, um, and your shield barely uh, uh, is able to stop the full brunt of the damage as he slams into you for, what did I say, 8 points of damage? Um, and then the three orcs charge in um, in an attempt to try and rush you, but the ogre is so large, only one can really um, attack you. And he swings his great axe uh, and hits for... 11 points of damage. Okay. Uh, managing to sneak in a, a, a great strike from the battle axe into uh, the side past your your shield. If I do negative damage and then click damage, it heals me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I was going to say, it suddenly said you had 48 hit points. I know. I was like, wow. I was like, what? That's not how it's supposed to work. 
All right. The other two orcs turn their attention uh, on the the south side that are over by the cats um, and the bard, and one attacks the cats. Uh, and misses, but just barely. And the second attacks the bard and completely misses. So the first uh, orc swings his great battle axe, um, and the cat manages to effortlessly step aside, as cats are known to be, unlike this cat usually. Mm-hmm. Um, second cat. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> nice. And the second orc swings his great axe over at the bard and completely whips <laughs> it, not even coming anywhere near close to where the the, the bard was standing. It is now the bard's turn. I will attack uh, the orc who just swung at me with my rapier. Nineteen. You hit. Or five whole points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> At least the attack rolls are getting in there. <laughs> well done. As you stand up and pirouette with your rapier, you stabby stabby the, the orc for some minor gatches. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to infuriate him. The orc looks at, at your puny sword, and he says, man-child, do you think you can kill me with that toothpick? I shall use it to clean my dirty, filthy teeth after I eat your bones. (laughs) (laughs) The part is unimpressed. All right, is that all? Is that it? Is that all you've got? Yeah, that's it. No, okay. All right, everybody, roll for initiative. Seven. I got a three. Three. And then I rolled six. another three after we tied. A six and a seven, and then yep. I rolled another three. What did you roll? Another three. Okay, roll again. You got a nine. I got a zero, so that's a ten. a ten. So I go first, yeah. All right, so uh, the cat goes first. Yep. Okay, twenty-seven on the short sword and six on the long sword. So I guess the six misses. Ah, uh, yeah, the six misses. Okay. And it has Hunter's Mark. This is the one to the left with Hunter's Mark, so it'll be 2d6 okay. plus 6. Uh, 13. Okay. Um, so with that final strike of your short sword after uh, slashing at the... Um, the orc making him step to the side and right into your short sword. Uh, he gasps in pain, pulls at the sword before falling back two steps, and then collapses to the ground dead. Okay, can I do another 
board attack on the one behind me? Yes. Thank you. Short sword only. Uh, I, I, I miss. Um, yeah, and put Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. You miss. And it's miss. Trying to do too many things at once. Just picking up the slack, fellas. Picking up the slack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is the bard. The cat wants to know if you can top that. I just uh, look at the orc and thrust at him again with my rapier. <laughs> 24. You hit. <laughs> Five points of damage. <laughs> Deja vu. Whittle, whittle, whittle. <laughs> the the orc looks at your puny sword and he says, "Are you going to let the cat kill us all, <laughs> or should I die of laughter right now?" As long as you're dead, orc. That's all that matters. Touche. That man child. All right. So the. Ogre now goes for the the dwarf. Try that again. And with a roar, he slams the Morningstar down towards the dwarf and misses him completely, scratching and sparking the rocks next to him. The uh, other two orcs are still trying to figure out a way to maneuver around the ogre and the uh, the remaining orc swings and misses the dwarf. And the last remaining orc in the south attacking the cat hits the cat with his great axe doing... Pulling off the table, six plus three, nine points of damage. Mm. Cutting the side of the the cat's leg. The glancing blow. That's the first time you've been hit tonight. So far, yep. All right, and that ends the orc, the monster's turn, which leaves the dwarf. My turn. All right, I'm going to attack the uh, ogre with my battle axe. Okay. Uh, 21. You hit. Okay. And I got seven damage with that one. Okay. Then I'm going to attack with my shield. Uh, 14. You hit. Seven. 
All right. So, with a dwarven fury that only dwarves have, you heft the great axe. Well, actually, you're right-handed. Heft the great axe towards the ogre, cutting him in the leg, forcing him down on one knee as he leans forward for the return strike of the shield, sending him falling back into the other two orcs, landing on the ground uh, with a final thud. The orcs look down at the fallen ogre and look back up, up at the dwarf, and they all say in unison, "Unpossible, <laughs> <laughs> very possible." <laughs> all right. Um, the orcs have been felled. Well done. Excellent. Uh, so there's still one behind me, right? Uh, there's three in front of you. Oh, there's three in front of me. Oh, okay, I got you. There's one by the cat and the bark. Because I, th- I thought there's three uh, attacking me. Yeah. Plus the ogre. Yes. And the ogre mm-hmm. fell on two of them. Yes. Okay. I'm just m- making sure because the ogre was kind of like behind me from the cave. So, like, the ogre was in front of you, and the orcs came around the corner, and they can't get past the ogre because he's so freaking big. Oh, okay. And they came around that corner because yeah. we had it on the map, and it was like they were coming down from behind. Yeah, yeah. I had it wrong. I apologize. Okay. Yeah. No worries. And, and then they had, um, and one was able to get past the ogre to attack you from the side. I see. That, that orc is uh, still in combat, while the other two are, like, extracting themselves from the fallen ogre. After saying impossible, <laughs> <laughs> impossible. I like that word. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, and that's uh, that's my turn. All right. Roll. They, so roll for initiative, please. Got three. I got a seven. Fifteen. Ten. Three, ten, fifteen. All right, so the cat goes first. Yep. Uh, miss with the long sword again. Hit with the short sword. Okay. Uh, it's 26, by the way. 3d6. Oh, sorry. 2d6 plus 3d6. Six. Oh, my. It's getting late. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Did he die yet? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, again, you faint with the, the, the long sword as you drive home, the, the short sword impaling uh, the orc on your blade. He gasps in surprise before falling over backwards and landing with finality. Right. And I don't think it's now yet, so that white orc, we can put the hunter's mark on that, and that'll be my next target. All right, so now it's the bard's turn. Uh, I will turn around looking towards the dwarf, uh, aim at uh, the orc that has not been hunter's marked with a firebolt. Okay. Uh, 15. Uh, you hit. 
Your firebolt rages through the air with a fiery trail behind it as it makes its mark and does how much damage? Is that another one? Yes. <laughs> Perhaps you should use a different die set tonight. <laughs> Although the night is almost over. How much damage is that? Just the one? One. One one whole damage. Okay. That's that's really hard math. Thank you. Yeah, man. Let's <laughs> try and make it easy for you. And hold you I appreciate that. I didn't have to break out the calculator. All right, cool. So, um, jump in, make a perception check. Uh, 20. So, uh, a bright, fiery, fiery light streaks past you on, and seems to kind of land, I guess would be the right word <laughs> to describe uh, it hitting flapping, flicking the the orc. The orc doesn't even notice it as the little wisp of his armor starts to smoke a little. Alright. So you should really pay attention. That guy's just getting warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it for the bard? Yeah. Alright. So next up are the monsters. And... All the orcs are on the top are dead, right? In the south by you guys? Yep. Yep. Leaves the three orcs to attack Devin. So the first orc hits. The other two got out from underneath the ogre? Uh, they're, yeah, that's what they're spending their turn doing. Okay. So the first orc hits. And with his great axe, he swings it again and does... One plus three, four points of damage. Woohoo! How many points you have left? Twelve. Oh, okay. Thought I almost killed you there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's forty-five points of damage in this battle. <laughs> with the guy with the highest armor class. Yeah. <laughs> I love monsters that can hit high. I gotta get some better armor. <laughs> All right, uh, and the orcs then spend the rest of their turn extricating themselves out from underneath the ogre. It's now, I think, the dwarf's turn. My turn. All right, so I'm going to attack uh, with my battle axe the guy who has been trying to attack me. Okay. Uh, 11 plus uh, 17. Hit. For seven damage. This is the Hunter Mark one, right? Not the one that... Um... No, was this one. The Hunter's Mark was one of the guys that was getting out from underneath the ogre. Okay, alright. Which one did you damage? The orange one or the black one? The black one. Alright, thank you. Alright, so how much damage did you do? Seven. Thank you. Alright, now I'm going to try and hit him with my shield. Okay. With uh, 22. Hit. And eight damage. Need to get you like a spike shield that does a ton of damage because that's the one you seem to get with the most. (laughs) (laughs) We need to find you a magical shield that that does amazing things. 
I like that idea. <laughs> All right. Um, so the battle axe barely nicks him, and then you use, uh, I guess you're really left-handed since you keep hitting with it so hard. Um, <laughs> slam that, that shield across his face, cutting him across the face with such ferocity, he seems kind of stunned by the attack. Um, and it causes him to kind of stumble back and trip over the ogre and, and fall onto his back. He's not quite dead, but uh, he certainly was not expecting that. Like it. So if nobody, so no one's like right next to me then? Uh, no, everyone has kind of like gotten themselves uh, up. You could, um, do you have anything else that you can do? I mean, I can move, could, but that's you bad. You could reach them, but uh, outside of that, I don't know what you would want to do. I you're, was just going to try and move south towards the other two. Okay, yeah, you can do that. Okay. Well, not like the other two orcs, but like the other, my other two party members. <laughs> oh, okay. so you want to disengage and move north? Well, I mean, that's what I'm wondering if they're far enough away that I don't have to use an action to disengage, yeah. or... Yeah. Okay. Just... They're not within striking distance, because they got themselves out from underneath the ogre, which was behind behind the ogre, okay. not in so, front yeah. of them. So yeah, I'm just trying to go back towards the cave entrance, like near the party. Are you so going to go room? around? So, so are you going to go around the the rubble and and the bushes, or are you going to go the other way towards the party? I, I want to go towards the party. Okay, so he's retreating. He's Whatever way <laughs> doesn't get me into combat right off the bat. That would so be they're, block, they're blocking your way. Yeah, okay. there's a dead ogre there as well. He's okay. just removed it from yeah, the board. So yeah, what I, I mean that's. Yeah, if we have to go that way, that's fine. I'll go that way. What's your movement speed? Uh, 25 Five. feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. That would get you there. Okay, that works for me. All right, roll for initiative, everyone. Seven. At nine. Nine. All right, roll again. All right, both got a nine. Six. Eight. Okay. I guess I don't even really know why I moved away since I'm just going to move back to attack him. <laughs> well, you know, you are a dwarf. <laughs> we do strange <laughs> things sometimes. All right. I mean, or you could use your turn to make yourself um, put, put the rest of the party between you and them since... You got, like, what, 12 hit points left? Yeah. They could theoretically kill you in one hit right now. It's true. Yeah, I'll go ahead and move behind the other two party members, and I'll be like, hey, what's up, guys? Did you see I killed that ogre by myself? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he did hit me a few times, but... (laughs) It's all right. I'm still alive. Um, But, yeah, I'm just going to hang back here for a minute. Um... (laughs) There's three guys, you know, three three orcs up there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna hang back here because <laughs> I kind of hurt a little bit, <laughs> a little sore. All right, it, it's the bard's turn. Uh, okay. Or a, uh, now that he has moved away, I mean, you can. I'm going to cast. Uh, Shatter right here to catch all three of them. 
okay? Um, that's my last second level spell. So they have to make constitution saving throws. Okay. I or I suffer my wrath of ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, right. I believe in you. <laughs> Plus three. All right. First one, miss. Well, a saves, I guess, is the right term. Second one saves. Third one uh, fails. All ones. Every one of them. <laughs> Suffer the wrath of ones. <laughs> was that three plus? Maybe one something? on every one of them. Roll one at a time, maybe. <laughs> Start using bardic inspiration on yourself. Maybe I should. Uh, so is that three plus anything, or is it just a solid three? It's a solid three. Three whole points, and and two of them only took one point of damage. That's great. That completely boggles my mind. With that nonsense, I'm going to step back towards Duffin, and I'm going to give him my potion of greater healing. Do they get distracted from being tickled, or...? Uh, okay, so... Um, after after the resounding ringing happens again, you can hear the orcs... Um, uh, no one speaks orc, right? So you can hear them shrieking. You can almost imagine them saying, Not again! And one drops to his knees and, and falls to the ground dead. The other two um, shake it off very quickly um, and advance towards the rest of the party. All right. All right, so now it is I'm the assuming the two that survived were the ones that were under the ogre. Yes. Excellent. <clears throat> Uh, 12 on the short sword and 22 on the long sword. Are you attacking? The one with Hunter's Mark. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, so 12 on one, and what was the other attack roll? 22. All right, so the 22 hits, the 12 misses. Okay, so it's a D8 plus 2 and a D6. So that's 7 and 6, 13 total. Okay. And with my horde, horde monger, I will longsword the other one for okay. a miss. <laughs> Ten. Okay. So uh, with a, f- <laughs> a flurry of, of sword strikes, you swing the longsword and the short sword and connect, uh, doing quite a bit of damage to the one orc. And then in a failed attempt to turn the tide. You swing the longsword at the other orc, and um, unfortunately it does not meet its mark. Missing wildly. Step back, you fool. The sword is loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, is that end your turn? Yes. Alright, so the two orcs are now going to attack um, one on the cat and one on the bard. Uh, the one on the bard misses. 
And the one on the cat hits. <laughs> or with a wild swing of his great axe, does six plus three, nine points of damage. Cutting into your uh, side with orc glee. Man, cat, still cat, I will smite you, eat you, crunch on your bones. Oh, I don't have a bite, do I? Just claws. Okay. Nice. That would have been cool. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think that ends everyone's turn. So do you drink the potion as a bonus action or do you have to use your turn for that? Uh, I have to use my turn. I don't think it's a bonus action. Well, it depends on how you want to handle it. You can you could do it as a bonus action or an action. It's up to the DM's discretion. I mean, you ran behind and didn't really do anything, right? Yeah, so, I just hung out there. So. so I would say you took the potion and you drank it. Are you drinking all of it? Yeah. Okay. What do I got to roll? I think it's 44, right? Plus four. Hold on. It was a greater potion that you guys had. Yeah. 44 plus 4. Yep. Okay. 3. Another one. Don't like that dice anymore. <laughs> and a 4. So 9 for 13. 13 okay. plus 4. No, that was, so I had the 3 and then two ones, and then a 4. So that equaled 9 and then plus 4. 13. Oh, gotcha. 13. You're at 25 now? Yep. Not bad. You could probably take on the orc single-handedly now. Well. That's the plan. I'm, I'm doing a good job. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Roll for initiative, everyone. 14. Got a 12. Nine. Is that a 14? Yes, for the cat. All right, so 14, 9, and 12. Okay, so the cat goes first, and the monsters go last. Oh, I think that's a hit for both. Uh, 22 for the short sword, 23 for the long sword. Uh, you hit. Short sword first. 2D plus 6, 2D6 plus 6. Seventeen. Do I need to roll for the longsword? No. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll move the hunter's mark. Show off. (laughs) (laughs) Use my short sword. You murder the um. You murder the orc mercilessly for his epithets at you. Uh, I'm furious. He falls over um, after you impale him with the short sword. And short sword attack on the other one for a horde breaker. Uh, 21. Hit. And I move the hunter's mark. So again, 2d6 plus 6. Now we're talking 14. Oh, can you see the other one? I, a two. No, I, can't, I can't. Yeah, I saw the two, but not the, the one oh, below. Oh, sorry. So, uh, so Rip has single-handedly taken out every orc. 
Yeah, almost every orc now. Yeah, there's only one orc left, and he is hurting. What was that? Seventeen? Is that what you said? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yes, fourteen. Oof. You might not be able to kill this one in time. Uh, I don't know. We've got the Wrath of Ones there. <laughs> that is true. I mean, it's quite possible. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, after successfully impaling the, the first orc, you pull the sword out and swing it around and stab it in the second orc, um, nearly uh, killing him in the process. He drops down to one knee before shaking it off and, and standing back up again. There is only one orc remaining. My turn? Uh, yes. It is the dwarf's turn. Alright. I'll move up to attack him. Okay. And I'm going to try and attack him with my battle axe. With the 24. Oh, it looks like a two from my angle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, I better make sure I put it straight under there. <laughs> so it, it hits? Yes. Okay. For five. <laughs> okay. And then I'll try and hit it with my shield for 16. You hit. Okay. For seven. Okay. So you take your battle axe and you swing it across his midsection, cutting him. And as he staggers over in pain, you smash down the shield across his head, sending him face first into the dirt. He doesn't get back up. Like it. So high five. <laughs> <laughs> You have defeated the orcs of Wyvern Tor. Woo! We know that? I mean, we haven't gotten to the cage yet. Cave yet. You have defeated the orcs outside of Wyvern. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So what, a, a total of eight orcs and an ogre? Uh, six, one was a captain, a captain, and then the other. And an so eight. Yeah, but we killed the we killed the one guy before these other. Oh counts. yes, and then the sentry. That's correct. Yep. Yes. So that is seven regular a captain. Yeah. So um, eight hundred, seven hundred experience for the seven orcs, a hundred and fifty for the orc captain. And 450 for the ogre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 435 apiece. Does that sound right? When I say 750, 850, right? It's 1200. So 1300? 1300, yeah. I misspoke. Divided by three is, yeah, 435 is fine. Right. I don't mind sharing the XP from the orcs with the guys. 
So good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I yeah. understand the damage. It's a party yeah, experience. Tonight. Tonight. Um, so shall we, uh, put, uh, is there like the, a wall to that cave or something like that? Or the outside? What? I'm just saying like, uh, like on the outside of the cave so we can like stack up all the bodies and kind of like hang out and rest or we want to go inside and make sure it's clear. You want to like cover the whole of the cave with orc bodies? No, no, like the outside, like is the cave just like straight or is there anything protruding like we can... Hang out on the side. Uh, so the cave, you never went in the cave. Yeah. So no, the cave that, that's what he's saying. I'm like, I the walls the... of the, like, out, outside of the mouth of the cave, does it keep going straight? Or is there, like, is it protruding oh, from the wall? Like, it's all, like, craggly. Like, if you, uh, I don't know if you can see in the in the map there area. It's, it's just kind of, like, rough edges. So it's not okay. exactly a straight line. I was just trying to make, like, a protective barrier with the... the uh, Orcs, you know, so we can kind of just. I don't think there's anything left inside. And it doesn't bit. sound like it. I think he's going on the fact that it might be deeper in the cave, so that there could be something further to come out. So he just wants to do a protective barrier. Yeah. Thing. So we can kind of like take a but rest. I guess if we for a little bit, <laughs> poke our head in a little bit, we can see if there's more to this, or if it's just a cave, a den. All right. So you want to take a short rest before you go inside? Is that what I'm hearing? No, I'm, we can do whatever. I mean, I, I only have 25, so I didn't know if there's going to be a lot of action inside. I don't have any extra actions or any of that stuff. So. That was my He's concern. We're trying to figure out if there's a place outside that we can set up camp and do a long rest. Yeah. And like just, and then we can start exploring the cave like in the next episode. episode. Yeah, if you want to do that, we can do that. that I think that's kind of like a good place to... Kind of stop right there. I mean, we've been going for almost three and a mm-hmm. half hours. So, um, no, I was thinking that you guys would go in the cave, but you yeah, guys me too. Yeah, I just, I just don't know wait. if there's anything else inside the cave. And so, now, I mean. there's not. So we can long rest in the cave after we check it, check the ogre, check the orcs, check the captain, and check inside the cave to see what's in their little. I'm fine if you guys want to stop oh. now and and. and know that there's nothing in the cave you know monster wise to kill you so that would be a safe place to rest and then when we come back to our next session i can tell you what's in the cave okay um goodies wise and and then and then you guys can decide if you want to go back to cost the necromancer or uh go to the um other areas